Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas... You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the Cultaholic Weekly Wrestling Podcast. And it's a bit different this week. Yes, that's right. I've washed my hair. Also joining us is Adam Pacini, the big boss, and Jack Hello. the Jobber, who looks like he's either getting ready for a walk to the shops in December or <laughs> to drop the hottest bar this side of YouTube. How the Drop hell are a you bar, both? Jack. Drop a bar. In, in fairness, the weather's been so unpredictable recently, hasn't it? God, who likes... Oh, why have I started talking about weather? That's what everyone wants to listen to on a podcast. Weather discussions. But it has, though. It's been raining out of nowhere. Wind. Sunshine sometimes as well. I'm good, Matthew. How are you? I'm all the better for seeing you. And Cheers. what brings you, Mr. Adam Pacitti, to this podcast? Ross is poorly. Ross is uh, oh, Ross is, is feeling under the weather today, so I thought oh. I'd I'd step in. So I've quickly because I've not been uh, been able to catch much of the the weekly uh, wrestling output. So I've I've managed to speed watch um, NXT, AEW, Raw, and SmackDown this morning. So I'm prepped and ready and raring to go. All that in one morning. It's been a busy one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Keanu Reeves learned how to do stuff with the helicopters and <laughs> Matrix. Well done, pal. <laughs> but aside from that, how's your week been? Yeah, I can't complain. Yeah, things are things are good. I t- took a couple of days off, um, just having a having a wander around. I went to I went to York, had a big old wander. I'm trying to get my steps in. That's that's the thing because I I put on about two and a half stone over over lockdown. Um, Have you? Yeah, yeah. You can't really tell. Thank you. I've been buying bigger clothes, um, <laughs> and so I've just been I've just been trying to get my steps in and doing a minimum of ten thousand a day. But when I was uh, when I was in York, I was doing like uh, thirty thousand, which is so at the weekend I'm really getting on. I've lost a stone already, so I'm I'm chuffed with myself. Nice. I'm very happy to hear that. And Jack, thank you. How's your week been? It's been a fairly busy one. Uh, because we're in the middle of obviously this run of like SummerSlam payback. And then just when we thought we were out the in the clear, we remembered that there is also a pay-per-view this weekend. So it's been a bit busy, but you know, can't complain. It's it's not been a bad week. Just a just a busy one. Big old break after this. I think it's uh, September twenty seventh is the next one. Clash of Champions. Oh. Bit bit of time to relax, unwind. It's so strenuous watching and talking about wrestling for a living. It's not easy being us. I always <laughs> say this to people. I, I, I got chatting to a homeless guy the other day and I said, oh, you, I have to watch wrestling. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're the luckiest people in the world. I'm very, very aware. And everybody listening to this right now hates me. 
That's right. Moving on from homeless people to the big issues this week. Oh, oh no. Jesus hey. Christ. Not today, uh, thanks. R.I.P. Bullet Bob Armstrong, mm. the head of the Armstrong mm. family. Uh, he, was the, he was the Armstrong who had all the ability and talent and charisma and ability to go in the ring. So if you combined all the Armstrong kids together, they would forge together to create some sort of megazord that create Bullet Bob, the head of the family. I've seen less of his wrestling and more of his promos because he was very good at that. He's one of those seven guys with the gift of the gab. So I think he had stuff like he goes, it's a case of mind over matter. I don't mind and you don't matter. Aww, which I think is a good nice. one. So to shame the same go, he was still wrestling last year. No wow. way. When he was either 79 or 80. Couldn't quite figure it out. Just doing a few indies here and there. Bit of extra cash. Weekend Warrior. <laughs> Must be. Yeah. Wow. They can still go. Very sad. It is. And while we're keeping the negative news, we'll also get it all out the way at the start of the podcast. Uh, R.I.P. Casey Michael. Really the, sad. Really sad. Yeah, mm. Female uh, wrestling news writer who I wasn't that familiar with, to be honest with you, but I knew Squared Circle Sirens. I knew that if the best way to confirm a story involved a female wrestler was to see if it came from there. Because if it came from there, it was true. Yeah. And a yeah. huge outpouring of support on Twitter from, from, from uh, the Bellas to May Yim to Indies, Indies mainstream, but everyone's wrestler seemed to knew of him or was uh, helped by him. So mm-hmm. condolences there. Also, Brock Lesnar and Morinello part ways with WWE. Not as a unit, although that would be very <laughs> interesting, <laughs> to say the least, if uh, see Moro relaying pop culture references. Wow, I mean, Brock- just like the recent recession to hit the UK, here comes the pain. Uh, I I feel like Brock's going to go away uh, ask a few places what he can get and then just he'll be back in what three months six months won't he he's he's not long gone but I'm very sad about uh, Mauro being gone because he is I don't know there there are very few commentators that you you listen to especially in WWE that actually feel like they care Mm. it's, it's organic and he's actually got passion and it never felt overproduced I know some people found like the catchphrases that he did quite frustrating sometimes I wasn't one of them because I I, I liked him because uh, he yeah he actually cared and I think that's yeah need to see more of that I was thinking where where would he go I was thinking like he'd be perfect for AEW and then I thought ah they've already got like who would he replace and then it hit me like obviously JR (laughs) just step in (laughs) but um, you know JR is JR so it's not as easy to replace him as you know it's not, it's easier said than done, but Is I hope he, I hope he stays in wrestling somehow. I, I don't want to not hear him commentate anymore. He's fantastic. Mm. Well, between MMA and boxing and everything else, I'm sure wherever he wants to go, you can go. It's not as yeah. if it's like this one wrestling dude, rather like Renee Young, mm-hmm. who's been tweeting about uh, <laughs> the the lack of care WWE gave her when she had the COVID news. They were more fussed about the tweet that she put out, right, yeah. than actually her being poorly. Yeah, it's a uh, it's unsurprising, isn't it? <laughs> uh, no, it's not surprising. I was surprised to see Jack take his hoodie off there, some sort of Renee Young shirt on the, <laughs> Just a big Matthew. That was the cue. But... A big wrestling reveal. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> My God, he's on Team Renee Young. <laughs> uh, B has signed five talents from Evolve Wrestling. The names include Josh Briggs, Anthony Green, Brandy Lauren, Kurt Stallion, and Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy's ex CCW dude who used to really, really dislike me, but I think we're all right now. It's like, what did you history. do? What did you do? I, you want, upset him? He went on Twitter I one time. Imagine. He went on, right, it could be anything. 
um, and shake his hand at a show. Uh, he went on Twitter one night and just started going like, how does Matthew get to decide what is and isn't a botch? And I just replied, by watching your matches, Joe. Aww. And it was just a rose. He was the ultimate guy to set up and I'd like hit it with my bat. It was fantastic. And Did he block like you? Said, no, he, he follows me because no. I, I'm, I'm all about self-improvement, Pachidi. You know, you know this about me. He used to suck and now he's great. Now he's a guy who's <laughs> like signed by WWE. I'm like, yeah, I could see that. He's um, improved tremendously. He had a great show with, um, uh, what's his name? I think it's Andy Green, uh, Dubek Stub. So yeah, these those guys I can see making a difference. This is, a difference you staying, staying this is where you reveal employed. This is where you reveal that you're taking Mauro Ronaldo's spot and you're going to be heading up NXT because of your self improvement. Yeah, you know what? I think I can do that. My references are just on par with him. <laughs> Mamma Mia, Joe Gacy, the, the Sega Mega Drive 32X of evolved <laughs> wrestling is here. Imagine Matthew. Imagine Matthew at a takeover watching like. A 35-minute main event just hating his life. Just like, oh, I'm sick of this take hour, pal. Mamma mia, an Iron Man match. That's one hour. That's longer than most relationships here in Benwell. <laughs> yeah, uh, terrible. Anyway, uh, the Big Show show, cancelled by Netflix after one season. Was it? it was, I didn't it even was, know well, that. It was rubbish. Oh, sorry, I thought you were going to... I thought you were complaining about it being cancelled. No. Right, fair enough. No, right. No, yeah, I've not more than watched it. stream on your Twitch now. I know, right? <laughs> that. I'm going to do Hogan Knows Best at some point, I think. Did you watch Oof. any of the Big Show show? Uh, I saw the trailer. It looked it looked awful. I like uh, Show as well. I think he's a very likable man. I watched the first episode. It was bad. Like, not the fault of any... Not even Show's fault. His performance was fine. All the actors were fine. It was written really badly. At one point... He like goes to school because his daughter plays hockey and she, there's only a there's only a boys hockey team. So he intimidates the coach, but it's like it'll cut away and then it'll come back and the coach is hanging from like a clothes hanger and Big Show's done that because he's massive. It was it was bad. It was bad. Oh, I'll have to give it a go. It sounds quite good when you Yeah, right. Like yeah. The only clip I saw was the clip where it's like, Well I auditioned for the role as Elton John and it cuts to him and goes, Hello, I'm Elton John. <laughs> It's quite good. That's quite good. Oh, was it? All right. That, that sounds I'll quite... audition for that then. Big Show's Little Show coming <laughs> next fall. Also, Jim Cornette lost his lawsuit against independent hardcore wrestler G. Raver. After G. Raver, after suffering a bad injury, uh, tried selling some shirts. Cornette mocked him. G. Raver sold shirts with Cornette's face on them that had hooks sticking out of his head that said F. Jim Cornette. Uh, Jim Cornette was, and him and his lawyer were bragging on Twitter about how they would take G. Raver to school and all this malarkey. Uh, he lost, saying because it had been a transformative film of it, i.e. wasn't just his face on a photo, I'm abbreviating, but whatever, uh, that G. Raver was allowed to do it. So the shirts are back on sale now if you fancy one. Does Jim Cornette have to pay damages? I don't know. You think, like no, that's know, not. Yeah. I think it was to stop him from... Yeah, well, anyway. loss of, he, he might have, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how it works, but like lots question, of earnings. If he, had to take the, uh, if he had to take the shirts off sale, maybe he would have tried to get a pretty penny from uh, Castle Cornet. Yeah. <laughs> Castle Cornet. Yes. <laughs> this week on Raw, it was announced that Mysterio, it's in Ray Mysterio, has suffered a torn tricep during payback when he teamed with his son. The injury forced Ray off a schedule match with Rollins on this week's Raw. There is no word how long Ray will be out for action, but Edge suffered the same injury in April and is scheduled to miss around eight months. Now, it is Rey Mysterio, so by the time we've read this out, this does go out on Fridays, it's very likely he'll already be wrestling. 
I don't understand it. The, the man should be at home with some slippers, some bovril. And Bray Mysterio with a, with a bovril. <laughs> One of those little blanket carpets, you see, and just, yeah, just yeah. chilling. But he's still resting. He's still gunning. Uh, good for him, but I don't all think he understands what injuries are supposed to do to a body. All I'm imagining is that everything in his house is the same colour, like jazzy, like luchador, like his body warmer and that. But he's drinking a bovril. It doesn't, it doesn't add up in my mind. <laughs> yeah, and the final bit of news, NXT, the rumour is that because they're doing so well without AEW competition, compared to when they are against AEW, they, that they were looking at going to Tuesday's full-time. Good. Mm. I really hope they do. Um, for selfish reasons, it would make things easier for us because Thursdays are too busy after AEW yeah, and NXT. Yeah, yeah. But also because I think a lot of the book the booking um, has been uh, quite reactive and they uh, it, it feels like a different show now, doesn't it? And not just because the roster's changed up, but since AEW, it feels like it doesn't feel like NXT of old. So hopefully this will allow them to just concentrate on their own stuff rather than worrying about what the competition is doing. Well said. And I always watch AW first. And do you know what I want to watch after two hours of wrestling? Not two more hours of wrestling. So I think having it with 24 hour uh, gap, especially this week, I watched this week. So I was like, it's all right this week. You never. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, we'll the, talk about that later. But podcast, I, I was but, oh, already. Yeah, I was, I was eh? all with this, like a fat lass on chips. Yeah. I was Go already. Again. I was already for you to. To absolutely lay into it. You know what, Jack? I was ready for that as well. Because I thought <laughs> it was going to be, you know, a Gargano champ, a wet dream. But it wasn't. So, Wow. But that's still to come. Uh, any other news? Oh, apart from The Rock and his entire family testing positive for COVID. But they're fine but now? I was going to say, yeah, it, 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 they're very healthy. The Samoans. If it was COVID, <laughs> I wouldn't dare go near them. They're indestructible. <laughs> Exactly. I was reading that AJ had it a few weeks ago yeah. as well, but AJ's not been off TV, has he? Unless I'm misremembering. So surely all the people that he's been working with, uh, they did the IC AJ stuff. Like yeah, I was going to say, you know, he revealed he tested positive a month ago, so a few weeks ago. So hopefully it wasn't when he was wrestling. Right. It's okay. when there was a batch of them, but WWE refused to say exactly who did it. So AJ Styles decided to say, oh, I'll be all right, I had it. I'll get over Bang. it. I went to the Flat Earth Chemist and they gave me some stuff. <laughs> and I think that is the news. The news isn't that there's the Flat Earth, by the way. I'm just... <laughs> the Earth's just flat. Just an awkward and that's the No, you heard it here first. The Earth <laughs> is flat. Matthew's very flat. Called exclusive. Earth <laughs> is flat. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Now it's time for everyone's favourite segment, the Hall of Fame. I and... should point out just before you run it. Oh, so on. we're going to do it. We're going to do Hall of Fame and then we're going to do... All of the wrestling, in case you're curious why we haven't talked about payback yet, we will just in a sec. Thanks, just Jack. Everyone, just letting you everyone do a better know. job of presenting than I do. Debatable, but thank you. In last place, Paul Skulls, 17%. Uh, yeah, Sorry, bad, Jack. That was a bad shout in hindsight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but sometimes you can be so passionate with these crap picks that I almost hope <laughs> they win. Sometimes uh, one, one, once in a blue moon, my crap ones will win, but not, not Paul Skulls, unfortunately. Porterhouse steak, 30%. On the subject, Pachiti, how do you like your steak? Medium rare. Okay. You? Which is different to medium, isn't it, Jack? Yes, I, right, I, got, I got flack for saying that I like mine medium, which I think is unacceptable. Yeah, thank yeah, you. There's, there's steak snobbery, isn't it? I, I, I mean, I only probably say medium rare, so I don't, I don't ask for medium, just so I sound like I know what I'm talking about. I, I wouldn't know the <laughs> difference. 
I like a steak, <laughs> but I wouldn't know. And in first place, Brody Lee murdering Cody Rhodes, 52%. Nice. You chose a, a wrestling one, yeah. Did you get a chance to see that, Pachidi? Yeah, yeah, it was great. Oh, get it. I hope that could happen every week. Well, like, Cody bring him back. dies. Yeah, Cody comes out. He's on a stretch. He's covered in bandages. He looks like Mr. Bump from Mr. Men. He's like, it's all right, guys. <laughs> Mr. Bump and from then, Mr. Men. <laughs> I love that he's so Another Mr. Mr. Bump from around the corner. <laughs> and, you know, Brody Lee sees him, gives him the big old boot. Shouts, I'm not Vince McMahon, damn it. And then <laughs> kills him again. <laughs> no, Mr. It was Tickle, great. Mr. Tickle was a bit weird, wasn't he? Thinking Ooh, back. Yeah. Just tickling yeah. people without their knowledge. People used to call me Mr. Nose at school. I think it was, was it Mr. Nose? Well, Mr. Sneeze, Mr. Nose. It was, he had a big There's not a Mr. Nose. There's a Mr. Nose. He's got there's a big not nose. Mr. Nose. Mr. Nose. Mr. Nose. Mr. Nosey. Right. That's it. Yeah, right. Right. Because I've got a big nose. Okay. You haven't got a big nose compared to me. Wait, go. Go, go Whoa, profile. Just a, no, there's the glasses that sort of hides it. No, I've got much bigger, Schnev. I can't join in with this banter because someone Normal. once said to me, "Good looking." Doesn't lad. someone once said to me, "Doesn't Jack have a small nose like a mouse's nose?" <laughs> it's illuminated at the moment as well. It's really nice. Yeah, it's, I was gonna uh, say. <laughs> thank you. Cheers. Thanks. Makes the it's rest like of Richard the- shone a spot on it, so you can you can figure out what the nose is and where this it is one. on the face. <laughs> it's like a point and click <laughs> game, and the clue is there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this week's Hall of Fame pick, right? Mine is. I try to avoid wrestling, but then I'll try and relate it to what I'm doing this week, which is sod and all. I've been reading Bret Hart's book, Hitman, by the Hitman Bret Hart. When I read Bret Hart's book the first time, many, many years ago, I was like, this is great. The passion this man has. Oh, so many important moments that happened in wrestling that he was there for and his opinion on these matters. And I respected it because I love Bret Hart, as loyal listeners know. Ever since then, all I've seen are people taken the mick out of it and I've since rereading it with different eyes and now I'm very much aware of every story seems to end with and with tears in his eyes they told me it was the best match I ever <laughs> needless to say I had the last laugh <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's beyond a joke you read it everyone's just like he's just walking around the people are going like you know Mr. Beef the butcher's like Brett Brett that match you had at <laughs> ground zero was the best match you ever had sorry I got something in my eye Brett I've got to go now it's like I mean look Brett Hart deserves to have a huge ego headline so many Wrestlemania is such an important part of wrestling history but even me the biggest Brett Hart fan in all of Coldaholic and I'll fight you if you disagree has to look at this and go oh where and in particular there's two one is he reckons that in 88, before WrestleMania 4, he got the singles push because he won the Battle Royal and all this. Vince McMahon called him into his office and said, I don't know what it is you're doing, Brett, but you're getting more fan mail than Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so we're going to push you. In 88, <laughs> the Pope wasn't getting as much effing mail as the Hogan was in 88. Big year for the Pope, 88. A big year. Oh, man, he did that tour. <laughs> did would that have been John Paul? Scream for me, Manchester. Um, Great lad, John Paul. John Paul, that's right. My, my favourite of the recent popes. That's right. He was uh, John Paul II, or as they say in Mexico, El Hio del John Paul. <laughs> and the second is that after Survivor Series 97, he's walking through an airport and it says, a Marine 
with tears in his eyes, says, I'll never watch the WWF again after what they did to you. Like, that could be true. That could be true, That yeah. one could be true. I believe that. All I remember yeah. about it, because I haven't read that book in a long time, it's an amazing read, obviously. There's a bit at the end of a chapter where I think he was he was sleeping with some woman, some um, some female wrestling fan, or somebody that who was impressed Julie. by him. Um, and it, the last thing was something to the effect of... Um, she drifted off in my arms as I felt the soft white satin sheet graze against my balls or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's something to oh, that effect. That, is, that sentence is like a Bret Hart match. It lulls yeah. you in and then the ending just hits you. Like, Whoa, he's pulled out of the bag. The um, bed turned and looked at me and said, with tears in its pillows, that was the best shag I've ever had. <laughs> I was going to anyway. say, I, re- I remember two things from it as well. One is cartoons because it's quite charming. Yes. He does little, little cartoons and he makes himself interestingly he makes his own cartoon far uglier than he actually is which i think is a window into his gone a bit freud there but also i remember i also remember a bit where he was talking about like how he got with some really hot woman on tour somewhere in europe and i was just like all right brett you're married man <laughs> Come on. Like, look it's my book i'll talk about all the shags of that sorry <laughs> but yeah so again love brett the hitman heart but it is you can have a look at it and go wow this is definitely what happened or you can look at it back and go this is definitely what Bret Hart think happened. And there's a big yeah. difference. So wait, so. Is, your, is your pick Bret's potential lies? Or Brett's just interpretation book? of the truth. Nice, okay. Bret's five moves of doom on the truth. And um, that's mine. So, Pachidi, you weren't here last week. You can go next. Sure. Uh, so I, I, I thought about this a lot, but I think I've, I've missed the boat on the man who I want to nominate for the Hall of Fame. His name is Ian Moore. And he is the best damn Christopher tribute act that you've ever seen. Um, he is unbelievable. And I've become a little bit obsessed with little, um, little Ian Moore. He looks like a hobbit. And he is the champion of champions on Stars in Their Eyes, which I've been watching so much of, like every night. Um, but he's the he's the best. And there's a great thing. I put it on my Twitter. I, I think you saw it, where the real Christopher, who's a who's a wanker, by the way, um, comes out. <laughs> and it, how did, the lady in red is dancing with yeah. me. Cheek to cheek. There's nobody here. And then the real Christopher, nobody here. It's just, And then their eyes meet and he just does this like, on Christopher to, to Christopher and it's brilliant and I've, I've been reading up some recent interviews with him and he was told like you're going to be a big star Ian Moore but it turns out you can probably only really do Christopher and there's already one Christopher <laughs> So, um, but now he's a he's a science lab technician at a high school or something like that. And in the interview, it's just like, well, no, I don't really sing anymore, except the odd assembly. I'd love to go to that school. Ian Moore pumping him out. Anyway, I was I was watching that three weeks ago now, so it's not especially topical. I mean, it's from two th- no nineteen ninety nine, so it's it's especially not topical. But actually, he won champion of champions in two thousand. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick something even less topical. Perhaps um, because it was it was the the height of fashion four years ago, almost to this day. And I'm going to pick Pokemon Go um, because I've recently re-downloaded it and I love it so so much. So I, I, I mentioned earlier that I'm trying to trying to lose this weight and and uh, I'm eating way more healthy. Uh, 
and I've uh, I think I look less knackered than I did a, a few months ago and so I got I got a new phone and it came with this smartwatch look it's literally telling me there this is perfect timing completed well done uh, and it says that I've done enough exercise to burn 500 calories no sorry 300 calories there um, I've been active for 30 minutes and I've been active for eight eight, eight one hour periods so I've, I've been doing something each time I need something like that to tell me that hey Adam, you're doing a good job. You're going to lose the tits, buddy. Um, and Pokemon Go is the ultimate thing for that. It's gamified walking. And I know, I know it's so old and everybody was playing it ages ago, but I've re-downloaded it and it's the most fun I've had uh, in, in ages. And it's all so meaningless, but it's just a nice, fun game. You still see people walking about playing it. And so on my walk to work and on my walk home, I will go via the Pokemon that it shows on the map. So I'm varying my route every day. It's just an, it's an easy way to get a bit more exercise and have a bit of fun and feel like you're achieving more than just flab loss. Which team so, are you on? Blue. I don't know what that is. Okay. Blue. But um, th- and we're the best ones, actually. <laughs> um, Good. So I've been going around capturing you. And it's really like they've added loads of new stuff to it. It's not an especially exciting pick by any means. Maybe I should go with Ian Moore. Nobody knows who he is. Pokemon Go. People will go for the nostalgia. Maybe. Yeah. No, knowing the yeah. fan base, they're going to relate more to Pokemon Go than uh, <laughs> Christopher, not, not the original tribute artist. Not Christopher. El Gio del Christopher. I'm, yeah, I'm not nominating real Christopher because the guy is a is an e. You think Brett's got an ego? You should get on get on the ringer with Christopher because he is unreal. Some of the stuff that he was, he was read some interviews. He's a, he's an arrogant so and so. Jack, what you got? Um, mine... Before we do that though, I'd like to say Pachilli, that was a great entry. Thank you very much for the UK TV Twitter thing you started. Well, I, I think need to get back diffuse. on that. I haven't done any in, in oh, a bit. I, I mean, don't want to use the obvious ones, like the guy st- storming off of Games Master. Um, Dean oh, clip. suggested brilliant clip, brilliant clip. I love the Paul Daniels one with him going completely oh, yeah. bozo uh, to Vanilla Ice. I almost said iced tea there. Vanilla Ice. Um, that, that's great. And I mean, British TV is just so full of great awkward moments. And I'm now I'm I'm streaming on Twitch uh, every Tuesday. The uh, classic British TV. Like Saturday, I didn't have anything to do, so I thought oh, I'll I'll wax it. I'll do a Twitch stream. Why the hell not? All the the equipment's still in my flat still. Uh, so I'll do some of that. And I I meant to go for like four hours, and I think I went for five and a half watching Gladiators, Noel's House Party, which doesn't stand the test of time. By the way, it's it's mm-hmm. not a good show. Um, so don't watch that if they if they put it back on. But it wasn't you will. that submitted it to the thread. It was someone else because there were some other people joined in. Have you seen the clip we talked about last week on Blind Date when it's the woman's <laughs> the actually a journalist? Yeah, she's a journalist. Oh, what do you think? They made her seem evil. It's like wrestling. It's all bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. Like the, the whole crowd go boo, yeah. and she doesn't know what to do. Like what can you say in that? And she was like, "Well, I've had a lovely time still." Boo! boo! Bitch. The, bloke, the bloke's like, Stella, is this right? Oh, he's, <laughs> he's, so hard. He's, no, he's, li- he's scowling at her because he's been cheated out of a potential wife. Yeah, wife, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So lots of stuff there in the thread. Jack, what have you got? This is this is really egotistical. I'm nominating my own victory last uh, last night on Twitch because obviously did did a bit of four guys on Twitch because uh, Owen's away. We normally do Football Manager, but he's away. So I thought, well, just for one week only, I'll do a bit of Four Guys. 
and only went and got a bloody win on stream. <laughs> wow. I watched, not... I watched the last match where you... Uh, oh, and I didn't he, win, Was yeah. he having... I, I don't want to take anything away from your monumental victory here, but was he having internet problems? Because it didn't look like he was playing properly. Me? No, the, your opponent. Your, the final opponent didn't know what he was doing. Oh, my win. He was lagging my, all over yeah, the place. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I, think, I think that was just me, how I saw him lagging. So, like... He would suddenly like get caught by the thing and then jump over it because in in his view he just jumped over it. But to mm. me, because he was catching up, I think it was a legitimate win. We don't need to question whether or not my it was opponent was having the, fir- the first thing you said was uh, after you won was I can't wait to watch myself back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I did when I got in. <laughs> found the start. Found the start of that whole game. Click. Watched it back. Um, anyway, uh, the chat made me promised to nominate it for the Hall of Fame. That's the only reason. Hmm. But to make it a bit oh, more... yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But to make it a bit more relevant, I will share one thing that someone in the chat said just midway through the stream about Matthew, so to make this relevant. So somebody asked... Um, it was like, hi, Jack, loving the stream. Does Matthew actually enjoy wrestling? Because it seems like his tolerance for everything is really low. It seems like Matthew can only enjoy wrestling if he's watched it live in Germany. <laughs> 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 Which I just thought was brilliant. So, and at oh. first, I, at first, I thought about ignoring it, and then I, I couldn't help but laugh a little bit. But I yeah. do like that. I mean, it's funny, but I like it because I think I say plenty of positive stuff on here about things. But I think people only pay attention to when I have a different opinion to them. I put over so many positive things, and we'll see when we get the wrestling. There's loads of st- I enjoyed this week. I will make more of an effort to enjoy stuff. Uh, oh no, yes, you shouldn't change your. don't change. Don't change your opinion. If it's live, Alf. Uh, Germany, then Deutsch, I will uh, definitely, yeah, I, yeah, that 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 place. Then uh, yeah, I will definitely love it, especially if I'm there at the time. Yeah, I will say, Matthew, Five I don't eight. know many people uh, who get as excited about watching wrestling as you do. Thank you. You're hope, a big fan. Hope, hopefully, it should translate. Because if you're like, are you excited for this? Yeah, I'll be all right. Yeah, there's clearly some issues. But again, it's fine. I'm not having any issues with people saying that. It's fine. It just reminds me I need to probably, you know, emphasize the positives more. It's not as much fun as emphasizing the negatives, I know. But but speaking of emphasizing the positives, that is a great pick, Jack. And as someone who's played some full uh, guys, you should be very happy the fact that you got a win on stream. Thank you. No one Because I haven't got win. one yet. Mm. I haven't got, got past the third round yet. I've got two wins. No, not me. I've got two. Two wins. Well done, me. I'm, I'm neither linked out. to his own account, so he can't. No, yeah, I can't even. No, <laughs> one's on Owens and one's on Sam's. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and when I was playing, it's a it, great game, isn't it? Yeah, but it gets well, by addictive. the end. By the end of the two hours on Twitch, I never wanted to play it again. Like it, you burn out very quickly on it. Uh, no, you, you'll give it a day, and you'll I be know, thinking about that non-stop de- de- repeating your success. The design of it's genius. It looks so good, and it plays really well. It's really, really good. But also, when I was playing at home. Uh, on Owen's PS4, I was like trying to concentrate and I'd have like his mates who've seen that he's online popping up with messages. So like some lad I've never heard of saying in all caps, I can smell you. And I'm like, what's going on here? And why is Owen, why are Owen's friends? Is that the sort of interplay they have with each other? I don't know. I just ignored it. I should have messaged him back, but I didn't. Never mind. Yeah, you're catfishing people on full guys. <laughs> full guys. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Those are some fantastic picks for the Hall of Fame. Yeah. You have Brett the Hitman Hart in brackets when he's grumpy. Uh, fantastic autobiography for one. You have, what's up? Brett, you've just nominated Brett Hart. Oh, Brett Hart's book, sorry. Because you can't just nominate Brett Hart. 
No, a, you said what's that? You I, said Bret Hart's perception of reality or something like that. Yeah, but I said it. I said it in such a daft way that Jack couldn't hear me. And you say Bret Hart, on. and you've won the thing, Matthew. Yeah, yeah, it's that yeah. easy. No, no, no. But this is. I'll do that every week. Then I'll do Bret Hart's tights, Bret Hart's smile, Bret whatever. So this this particular week is Bret Hart's book. Okay, there we go. Bret Hart's book in first place. Second place, that's not how you do it, Matthew. Sounds like a fun. Uh, in one, Bret Hart's book. In, in two. two. A speedboat. But a speedboat. Also, Pokemon Go. In three. Was it you winning Fall Guys? Yeah, my, or... my win on Fall Guys, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Your win on Fall Guys. Which is actually Owen's win on Fall Guys. Sam's. If you look at the... Or Sam's, there we go. But we'll go with you because no one was there to see you. Wow. If only it was a place we could vote for them. Don't worry, silly, you can by going to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Wait a second. Is this a new thing he's trying to get over? Don't no, worry, you done, silly. I don't know if don't worry, you silly is a thing, but... Is it, remind, he's just trying to make it different every week. Matthew's, it's like, you know, in, you know, you know <laughs> like you season one of like the Mighty... You remember when the Mighty Boosh was like Oh, no, everything. not the Mighty Boosh. All right, go on. Matthew's very similar to Naboo in his acting. Like, wow, really? <laughs> well, there is. Like, that, that's very Naboo. Was Naboo related to one of them? Because yeah, he, he was rubbish, wasn't he? Was, he? he was Noel Fielding's brother. Right. Oh, I didn't it. know that, but that doesn't surprise me at all because they were all crap at acting. Oh, Julian Barrett. No, 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 no. Julian no. Barrett's okay, no, sorry, great. Yeah, beg your Nathan pardon, Fielder. Nathan Fielder? Nathan Barley? Which one's that? Yeah. Nathan Barley, The Rise oh. of the Idiots. He's in that Me. and he's class. You'd, you'd like him. What you, yeah, especially what you do for a living now. <laughs> okay. Anyway, those three fantastic picks, don't worry, you silly, uh, can be blah, 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 I've already done that bit. Uh, Colaholic, yay. The end. <laughs> <laughs> that says, this week in the wrestling, it's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! This week in wrestling. Here we go. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint this week, so bear with us. On SmackDown, which I did watch, but I can give you a fun fact as well. It'll be a good one this week because I didn't know this. I'm going to see if you knew this. Matthew's fun fact rather than watch SmackDown is Shayna Baszler is 40. Mm. Yeah. I did not know that until this week. Yeah, she, looks she really is young. looking great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, SmackDown. Number one, Vince McMahon has a mission for Adam Pearce, who spends the show trying to get the three universal title competitors to sign the contract for their match. Fiend and Strowman do, but Reigns delays and reveals he's aligned with Paul Heyman. And it has the emoji, uh, which also means we can exclusively reveal that AJ Styles has moved to Raw. <laughs> <laughs> no, Aiden, Aiden told me upstairs, uh, Aiden, our news hound, that um, that's on his bio on the website, by the way. I've not just made that He's taking a bite out um, of the news. Yeah, he, uh, he just... Leaned over the desk and went, "Oh, AJ's commented on the uh, Paul Heyman to SmackDown news." I was like, "Oh, what's AJ said?" Because we were thinking of we we're looking for news stories for a video, and he went, "Says he doesn't care." I was like, "Well, <laughs> don't tell me that." He was like, "Forgive, but don't forget." But also, I haven't, I haven't really forgiven him either because <laughs> my mates are doing all right now. Yeah, he oh, was going. Though, I thought Adam Pierce in this, by the way. I think it was a really good thread going going through the show. Um, and I think Adam Pierce, like, because they haven't really, they, like, he pops up on camera breaking up brawls and here and there. I hope he has more of a speaking role. You forget how good he is. Absolutely. It's weird because you can tell the COVID thing's affecting things when Adam Pierce is getting a push on SmackDown as a backstage dude. And on Raw, uh, what's his name, Book, is getting beat up by Nia Jackson on a weekly basis and getting name dropped. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Next week, Steve, the man who cleans the toilet, will challenge for the <laughs> Universal title. AJ Styles accuses Jeff Hardy of cheating with the knee brace last week. Jeff faces Nakamura for the IC title and retains again using the knee. Sami Zayn returns with the IC title he never lost and a big set of hair at the back, much love, and boots Jeff in the face. Jeff just gets up and continues to argue with AJ. It's weird. Yeah, what the what? Why? Why did he know sell the halluva kick? Is Sami Zayn going to get buried again? Probably. Yeah. Okay. No. My it's good. I like Sorry. the uh, I, I I like the 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 face off with the titles and that. I I assume this probably means they're going to scrap the uh, the cruiserweight thing because obviously like Devlin is it was the what is he at the moment now the like uh, Devlin's the I've real got, cruiserweight got, champion. Yeah, and, no, <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, but, um <clears throat> mate, he's the interim champion. I think. Maybe. <laughs> mate, yeah. Is it not? Is it Santos Escobar at the minute? Yeah. No, is it? No, yeah, it, it, is, but it used to be. But he's right. It did used to be the oh Devlin's the uncrowned dude. But, but now they're calling him. Let's see what happens with that. Eh? Okay, so that so yeah, they're probably scrapping that. But what's that got to do with Sami Zayn? Well, I, I I thought maybe they would do that storyline right. twice or something. Yeah, yeah. So I, I actually I prefer it with Sami Zayn. I think that's the right shout. Well, he's going to lose though, sadly, which is a shame. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I uh, he's out of everyone underutilized in WWE. I think he's the one I'd most like to see trap properly. Not Cesaro. It's between those. It's probably between those two. Yeah, Ricochet might be a close third, but yeah. Who's on main yeah. event? You see the tweet with the. Uh, oh, yeah, you Ali. did it as a part of the. Yeah, with Ali. Told and, you about it, mate. What Told happened? You oh, you about did, yeah. Tweet. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, they were. The Mustafa Ali put a tweet out saying, yes, this match is happening on main event. Tune in on Hulu. Oh. Uh, but Ricochet yeah. versus Mustafa Ali. I didn't watch it. I'm sure it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. No, it's this week. Oh, is it all right? Uh, I won't watch so you it. Can. I'm yeah. sure no, you can't. Fine. It's on Hulu. No, no I will. Let's I actually all, will. I love let's Hulu. All have a, let's fan. all have a Hulu party. Come <laughs> let's on. Let's do it. Get Brit Box up as well in the background. What's <laughs> that? Out. <laughs> the Q Music Channel. Teletext. Uh, Zayn tries to reunite with Cesaro and Nakamura, but they shun him. Boo, go away. Cesaro has a match with Kalisto. Kalisto tells Matalik and Dorado to stay backstage and watch how it's done but Cesaro and Nakamura jump them after he's gone. Cesaro wins the match and the Lucha House Party tension continues. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get all Matthew about it, but I just, I, I can't I, I get a toss. I like them all. They're all great wrestlers. Um, yeah, I'm not that fast. It might lead to a push for Lindsay. I'm holding on, Hope. I'm holding no, it on. Definitely. It, it might. It might. It might. It might. He looks he, rubbish as well. He doesn't. He? He's the golden lynx. How no, dare he's you? No, he's a stupid little cat. And he, no, he's not. <laughs> what? No, you're a stupid little... Mr. Happy. No, Mr. Happy's not. I shouldn't say that. That's awful. Yeah, I do apologise. He's always, always poorly as well. Even sort of my poorly oh, cat there. Oh, no. Sorry. It's all right. Came home yesterday. He was crying. No, don't, don't why, worry. Why, why you've been watching Bret Hart matches. Why are you keeping this up? I feel so bad now. Oh, Mr. Happy. God bless him. We're all Mr. Happy this week. Nikki Cross and Tamina are worried about Alexa Bliss, who smashes Nikki's coffee mug. Oh, no. Was that it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Biggie and Heavy Machinery face Miz and Morrison and Sheamus in the main event. Sheamus stops a pinfall attempt by ringing the bell at one point, and it comes across very awkwardly. Biggie gets the win after hitting the big ending on Miz. I think Sheamus buggered off halfway through this match. Oh, did he it's, leave? Oh, it's okay. cool to see Heavy Machinery tagging again. 
Um, I like that. that Otis isn't just going to be pushed as a singles guy and Tucker's going to be forgotten about. Um, Big E picking up the, the, the win is the right booking decision as well. Yeah. I was a bit worried when it was like, oh, we're going to do a tag team match to finish things off. I was like, oh, no, come on, push Big E as a singles guy. But when he gets the win, pinning former WWE champion, The Miz, he can't complain <laughs> too much, can you? Do you think that they've just forgotten that Otis is Mr. Money in the Bank? I don't, I don't think they have the foggiest what they're going to do. I really hope they don't uh, cash it in on whoever the tag champions may be when they when they do that. I'd I'd rather see him he fail and get some good... On, he tries to cash in on Roman, he'll just bounce off him. Roman will <laughs> batter him. Oh, I'd, I'd rather see him cash it in and fail and have some interesting storyline ramifications from that than do it with the tag belts. Because everybody gets a go at the tag belts anyway. You don't need to even need to be a wrestler. Yeah. We could rock up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we could. Yeah. M- M- the team of Mr. Happy and Mr. Nosy. <laughs> Sorry. We are the Lucha House Party, but no one knows because they're all in masks. But we have been for weeks now. No one even, no one even cares. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so just just weeks. a couple of weeks. Months since the start. <laughs> yeah. Since they were feuding yeah. with Lars Sullivan back and in the day. Don't tell anybody. We're also Retribution. Yeah, we are. Yeah, uh, yeah they're exclusive to Raw now, which is awfully polite of them. <laughs> <laughs> Most polite rebels you've ever seen. Like like Otis, I think they've got no idea what the end point is with retribution either. Weird. Yeah. Weird. You know what else was weird? After the Super Show the oh, week right. after SummerSlam. Yeah, it was. And you you guys are much smarter than me and more business minded. Yes, true. Why did this show happen? <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. I, I, I actually oh. I, I don't know. I, honestly, I thought it was better than SummerSlam. I was going to say I'll go through. I really enjoyed results. it. Because I know that you guys have already done your videos and uh, WTF moments, everything else. So on the pre-show, Ruby Wright and Liv Morgan beat the Iconics. But Terrible. Actually, Terrible. Was the well, the it, was a, it was a stinker, yeah. I thought. Uh, it was, it was oh, botchy as hell. You know what? I quite enjoyed that it had a purpose, okay, but then yeah. it all got ruined the next night. But anyway. Uh, sloppier than a deep fried pizza. Uh, Bobby Lashley beat Apollo Crews to become the US champion. Apollo attacks after the match and vows to get the title back because he's a sore loser. So uh, has he gone heel now? Because it was it, no. it wasn't a very baby face thing to do. I know shades um, of grey and all that. Judging by it's how he was on, dick. judging by how he was on Raw, I think he was just a fiery baby face. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He actually didn't cheat to win. He wouldn't beat him clean, and then Cruz yeah. did it, and then nothing happened. I'm happy with this because I like Lashley. I love the Hurt business. So and Apollo Cruz is really boring too. Oh, He's really been trying hard recently. <laughs> he's really great. been trying. No points for effort. Oh, and apparently US title reign for effort. He's been yeah. really trying to get more character into everything, but mm. they've not given him much to get his teeth in here. Yeah, but that character is the WWE smiley. Hi. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to get the mic. What am I going to do? Oh, so then poo-poo head. <laughs> oh, so then, so then he jumps his opponent after the match, shows a bit of fire, and you two go... Don't even like it. Nothing happened. Is that attacking a guy though? after? No way. Attacking a guy after you lose clean. It's not a well. Oh, right, at, least you're, you're, the, at least it's the opposite of being the smiley wavy guy. Yeah, I suppose that's fair. It, a few of his pro promos were, were all right. I just think he needs somebody with him. I think he yeah, needs a manager. Probably. Yeah. He needs a great hug. wrestler. I'm not taking anything away from his wrestling ability. No, no. obviously, because no. he is very, very good. Yeah. But hey, never win for the good guys. Their pain business. Uh, Biggie pain Sheamus. business. <laughs> The pain, oh, the, the pain the business. Locker. Yeah, the pain business. The hurt locker. Yeah. business. The hurt locker. The, the, film, <laughs> the pain locker. The film on DVD comes out and attacks Apollo Crews. Big E beats Sheamus. And this was a fine match. Didn't overstay its welcome. Big E wins and beats another former world champion. Get in. 
And then he celebrated loads afterwards shouting a Corey, which was nice. We always approve of people shouting a Corey. <laughs> Matt Riddle beat King Corbin. Well, it's a King Corbin match. Life's too short. Uh, we'll, we'll quickly move on from the fact that they're now turning the real-life situation with Matt Riddle into oh, a WWE storyline. Yeah. Oh, awful, God. Which defied oh. belief. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Then Corbin attacks him backstage afterwards. Next. Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax beat Bailey and Sasha Banks to become the new women's tag team champions. Yes. The yes. to this. Oh, this is where you won, daddy. Oh, no, I'm not. Oh, yeah, I'm Adam's dad. I was not even <laughs> mentioned it. about this. So neglectful. Oh, oh, no. So neglectful. No, no, no. I saw because it's your thumbnail on Twitter. It's what, yeah. sorry? It's Adam Pacini's oh, thumbnail. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. him. Yeah. We had I'm a discussion a about this last now. week. And yeah. I was I just happy. The, I was going to put the costume on. I'd totally forgotten. It's all right. We'll, oh, do it. no. we'll do a video. We'll do it. Really? The costume's too good yeah. not to oh. wear, yeah. Um, Look, it's not I'll a real shirt. If I move too much, that all pops out. It's just a little shirt insert. It could <laughs> Is get this really why you've been doing Pokemon Go? To get into Take- shape because this bloody joke. Yeah, exactly. So, so <laughs> well at the, done, at the end, good. that's the big reveal. Is, is oh, right at the end, I lift can... it up and you see a 12-pack. Oh. Yeah, is it shredded? Why we... <laughs> that, is, that is the video we do with me as your dad. We just go and play Pokemon Go. GoPro. Great, yeah. So yeah, we go. We've done it. We've done it. We've sorted the video. I'm we'll well do that. that. I was I was looking yeah. at how to do it as a stream because you can you can stream and I, you need two cameras or something. But I'm yeah. gonna do a Pokemon Go should stream. We go around, Hopefully, we go not around, get mugged on camera. I was gonna say, should we go like around the West End, like doing Pokemon Go in really dodgy areas? <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, dressed as that kid. No one yeah. looks at you. <laughs> no one will even look you in the eyes. Walking through, walking through Calgate, <laughs> and I'm and I'm and I'm like. I'm just taking my son for a walk and he's like, yes, daddy, we'd get battered. Daddy, daddy, there's a goal back. Come on, daddy. We wouldn't, we wouldn't last three minutes in in the West End. Lollipops, that's bigger than your head. (laughs) Oh, we'd be thrown out of of the West End. The East End's fine. It's all artsy. People would just be like, they're doing something. Are we in the East End now? Yeah, we're sort of Central East. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, where in the East, where in the East? You'll be, people try to sell you weed in East. Uh, Yeah. Don't come come to West. Don't come near me. Uh, so yes, the finish to this, moving on from your childish antics, was quite special. <laughs> with Shayna managing to tap out both of them wrapped up in a human with, cocoon of pain. She, she made Bailey tap out with Sasha's arm. The That's sim- right. The symbolism's so good. I really enjoyed it. Oh, okay. Because they're because they're the tension between Sasha and Bailey, and she's in a way made Sasha. Be, I don't know. That's what I got from it. But yeah. Uh, I don't think too much of Shayna and I as a team, but that is not as important as the long term storyline. With Bailey and Banks. Oh no, we're not a titles now. <laughs> Who's still got that one title? It oh, doesn't matter. We'll get to that. So I was fine with that. Keith Lee beats the hell out of Randy Orton. Oh, brilliant. Oh, RKO. Nah, spirit bomb, pan. Great. Yep. And Dominic Randy and Rey Mysterio. Ran- wait, sorry, Randy. Pan. When Randy got pounced out of the ring, <laughs> he's, it's weird seeing Randy Orton like be chucked around because normally he's the one grinding down his opponent. And he does take bumps, but not like... He doesn't, like, fly across the ring. It was so good. Uh, Dominic and Rey Mysterio beat Seth Rollins and Murphy in a very good match. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the hell out of this. And again, uh, Rey Mysterio needs to donate his body to science to see what it is that keeps him going. <laughs> Sadly, that'll be by the year 2015. We'll be dead by then. But, yeah, I love this match. Uh, I'm really enjoying the feud. Uh, Rey Mysterio taking bumps. Dominic looking like a real wrestler. Yeah. And then Roman Reigns enters the Universal title match near the end after Feed and Strowman have broken the ring. Reigns wins to become the champion after doing nothing and celebrates with Heyman. Um, 
don't care about Fiend and Strowman, but I am interested in seeing what's happening with Roman Reigns. I'm very like, okay, this is interesting. Got Heyman's mm. going to be a bad guy. He's going to wear the shirt. He's got big white teeth. He's going to be this. It's like, okay, cool. So overall, I would say that it was an in- mostly inoffensive pay-per-view. The matches all didn't overstay, uh, didn't overstay the welcome. And the booking is going in the right direction. That's important yeah, thing. The thing I've been killing this product for months. That's why I've been so negative. It's because there's been very little happening because of a tiny roster. This episode of Payback and then Raw afterwards, you know what I mean, um, was just filled with like, okay, that looks kind of interesting. I'll tune in next week to see what's happening with that, which they've been lacking these last few yep. months. I can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what a turnaround. Yeah, it was well a great done. show. I think yeah, I, I agree totally with the with the booking. <laughs> uh, the one thing that I, I wasn't that keen on was the the ring break spot. I, I didn't think it <laughs> yeah. was needed. We've seen it. Oh, a fair Charles few times Robinson. Now. Oh, Charles Robinson was great, obviously. Well, he got he got stick on Twitter. Did he? Why? Well, the first time he doesn't quite do it, and then has to sort of chuck himself over. But yeah. people uh, were acting. He, he he mentioned on Twitter like people have been really horrible to me about this, and I'm really gutted because I tried my best. Oh, and it's like, oh, what? I know he's a yeah. legend as well. I know. I and know. how do you practice for that? You can't have like three or four go. Put the ring back up, lads. Come yeah. on, give it another go. Oh, yeah. piss off. I know. Everyone's only a theatre director. Again, please. I didn't quite get the verisimilitude <laughs> of you falling over in the ring. Uh, any other thoughts on payback there, Jack? I thought it was a show of two halves because the first three matches were like the same blueprint with the heel being down the face a lot and then just slightly different en- endings. But the last four matches or whatever, really, really enjoyed the latter half of the show. Really good. Good times. Monday Night Raw. There are three singles matches with the winners advancing to a triple threat number one contenders match in the main event because William Regal booked the show. Uh, Ziggler attempts to jump Keith Lee from behind during the opening promo segment. Guess what? Keith Lee wins. Uh, Orton then squashes Owens after he got jumped by Alistair Black and then Rollins beat Dominic. And the highlight of the show for me was Orton came out of uh, Alistair Black's dressing room before the match and then Alistair Black attacks Kevin Owens before this. So Tom Phillips is like, do you think that's why we saw him coming out of his locker room? And someone Joe goes, you think? <laughs> <laughs> of course that's why, you idiot. It's like, I'm excited you, by heel, Alistair Black. I think he's going to be great. I think he looks really cool. I really like the eye thing. And he had like some paint or a bit of bit coal or something on him. Um, I just thought, yeah, he's, he's going to be great. I think this will this will be what's needed for, for him. Yeah, I agree. Mickey James tells Asuka she's coming for the Raw Women's title. They're interrupted by Natalia and Lana who mock them and attempt to attack. But Asuka and Mickey get the better of them. And Mickey beats Lana in a quick match. I forgot that happened, to be honest with you. So I hope that was good. There's one uh, of those. One of those women should be in the women's title scene and that's Mickey James. And the other two should be nowhere near it. <laughs> they're good as the rubbish. people to face on the wall and the <laughs> build up to that. Trick. It's a hat trick for me being <laughs> unnecessarily mean. But the no, she's not. She will be played by Adam Pacitti this week. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Natalia is is well. She's Natalia, isn't isn't she? That's what she is. Shouldn't be a champion again. Yeah, but I'm up for I'm up Good for another time. Mickey reign. I don't think it's going to happen. But any thoughts, there, Jack? Not really. I, I think Adam's pretty much covered it there. Yeah, he's done a good job. The Hurt Business face Cedric Alexander and the Viking Raiders in a six-man tag. Cedric rolls up MVP for the win. And MVP stops Lashley and Shelton from attacking him after the bell. <laughs> but they beat him up backstage shortly afterwards anyway. Yeah, they beat him up anyway. Mind games, Jack. No, it wasn't mind games. It was silly. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Okay. I'll point out my head. I can't take that back now. No. Um, but Cedric Alexander's first win on TV since what? 2011? Now, Matthew, <laughs> I, I seem to recall that when AJ Styles beat Cedric on a pre-show very quickly... And we said that Cedric had been buried. You denied that. And you were like, oh, everyone says that the lad's being buried. I think he has now been buried. Well, after getting a pin on Raw. I, th- I think in the interim, he was buried. I think he's now sticking oh, his oh, hand right, back. Right, you mean that? Oh, yeah, of course. But I'm one of these people who will go, and that gets amazing coming from me, but I'll crap on something <clears> after it happens rather than go, ah, it's over. Because there might be the chance that, you know, Cedric yeah. Alexander will come out on Raw the next week and kill AJ Styles. True. Uh, Never give up. It didn't up. happen. But, um, but it might have done. I have to have that optimism and belief that something good will Fair happen. Enough. Otherwise, Fair I'm coming enough. to work going, God, I wish I was homeless. Wait. watch this musical what? program. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to get Richard to cut the opening bit so you look absolutely mental there. <laughs> <laughs> no, does this mean that uh, Cedric no, wait, and Ricochet have broken up? I'm so sorry to... No, no, because they continue. We'll see in a second on Raw. Oh, right. Okay. Um, no, but they can, they, they can lose together me, still. Don't worry. That reminds me of a video we did at What Culture where I had to walk around and uh, interview people and pretend to be like a big deal and ask them to. I was on Northumberland Street being like, do you want to do you want to pay a fiver for a selfie with me? And obviously people were looking at me like, yeah, it was really embarrassing. But um, there was this family and they were talking to Adam behind the camera and they were like saying stuff like, what you were saying I was going to be in the new Ice Age film, Ice Age mm. 3. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and they believed it, I think. And they believed it and were talking yeah. for ages and ages and ages. And then <laughs> at the end of the video, I'm doing my like wrap up in the middle of Northumberland Street. I think I just had members of the public wax my legs as yes, well. Yes, you had, yeah. Yeah. And I'm saying like, all right, thanks everyone for watching. Uh, leave leave your thoughts in the comments down below. Check the new Ice Age when it hits screen soon as well, and I'll see you very soon. And then they cut the bit where they were talking about Ice Age. So I just, in the video, at the end of the video, I just go, catch the new Ice Age in cinemas soon. Oh, I, no oh, I edited that. Video. Oh, you did it. It wasn't oh, intentional. Okay. I don't think. It I think might I have thought been. it was intentional. Uh, it probably was. <laughs> 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 It was a very uncomfortable, not as bad as the Steiner one, but it was up there. Mm. (laughs) So yeah, there we go. Anyway, Cedric and Ricochet, no, they're fine. They're fine. That's good. That's a relief. Yeah. (laughs) For now. Ruby Riot Liv Morgan beat the Iconics in a match where the losing team is forced to disband. Oh, oh no. yeah, this sucks, doesn't it? This, uh, you've, you've got a, like on a really lackluster women in a really lackluster women's tag scene. You've got one team that feels like a team that have amazing chemistry together, and because Peyton Royce is going to get a bit of a singles push, you, you break them up. I, I think it's baffling because I yeah. think they're so good together, so funny, like ridiculously good, uh, and it's it uh, it's a travesty. And when. <laughs> When they are both on their own singles runs, is it going to affect them because they're very similar gimmick-wise? Or do you think one of them will change a lot? I don't know. I think they'll push Peyton as a, as a baby face sooner rather than later. Oh. Just a hunch. She's not a, ba- she's not a, a baby face. Ah, a I don't know. I think she could do it. Okay. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll see. I, I think Billy Kay is going to struggle more than Peyton. 
Um, yeah. She's funny, eh? She's the funnier of the two. Yeah, she is, yeah. But not the better wrestler. Vince isn't well, going to get that. That backstage stuff that we think of when we think of the Iconics when they're making everybody corpse, that's not going to, like, Vince isn't going to care. Probably no, not even seen no, it. No. Speaking of corpse, I think she was she was one at the end of Raw Underground. God, I was scared oh. there. I was really scared. Oh, yeah, I was going to go. <laughs> that transition was going. Sorry. No, but it worked. It was a good one. Yeah. Anyway, Retribution interrupt the match very politely between Angel Gaza and Andrade in the Street Profits. Angel escapes with Demi from The Bachelor. <laughs> I'm so glad Demi's back. I'm so <laughs> relieved to see. I was like, where's Demi been this whole time? <laughs> oh, no, I'm really scared of Revelation. Retribution, retribution. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Retromobulation of running yeah. wild. I can't remember what you said. Was it revision? Or something? I don't Revelation? Know no, yeah. no, for Christ's sake. AW <laughs> Revolution? No, it's a different <laughs> <laughs> And that was, that just showed how bad this, this was. Oh, I'm being negative, but like. No, no, so you can't retrib- be negative. Yeah, right. We got Retribution, all right. Retribution show up and everyone's like, oh no, the shaky cam. Ah, Blair Witch. Everyone runs. Oh my God, it's chaos. The commentators are like, yay. Because Small Joe wants nothing of the, the ninjas from TNA coming back and put them in that van again. <laughs> and so everyone goes, and it comes back from the advert and it instantly cuts to Tom Phillips going, you could save money with progress insurance. <laughs> and you know, like, like, nothing's happened. And everyone's like, whoa, that was a bit scary, wasn't it, lads? Anyway, more of Raw to come. I'm like, mm. You come and go, my God, I'm really sorry I have to do this advert, but we're still shaking here. It's like, yeah, it's whatever. It was weird. Raw Underground, Rick Moss beat Titus O'Neil. Remember him? And then Shane chats the Iconics. Which one? That's not what I said. Shane chats the Iconics, who have just broken up forever, and tells them to cheer up because it's time to watch <laughs> Jasmine Duke and Rena Shafir. I wasn't sure if this could be brought up or not. Jasmine Duke? It's spelled J E S S A M Y N, Duke. Jessamine. Jessamine. Yeah, not Jessamine. Jessamine. Tom can't say it either, but it's definitely not got jizz in it. What does Tom say? Jesse Man Duke or something. Jizzy Man Duke. Like Davy Boy Smith. Jesse Man Duke. I prefer that, to be honest with you. So, Jesse Mann, Duke to her friends, and Marina Shafir beat up some folk. Peyton then throws Billy in to face them, and she gets battered. Peyton's all like, oops, the silly goose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apollo, Ricochet, and Cedric hype each other up to fight the hurt business and are comprehensively defeated. You've been using a thesaurus on this one, Jack. I like it. No, I've got an English degree, mate. Oh, okay. Randy Orton. <laughs> Sorry, that was a, that was such a knob thing to say. No, that was that was funny. Randy Orton pinned no, Rollins. Oh, I thought Adam was doing like a, a bit there. I thought you were going like no, no, no. Just, got, just wiping my brow. I realised I just said that I thought Peyton Royce was uh, was going to be a baby face, and then when you were recapping that, it's like, oh yeah, maybe she won't. Maybe she'll remain a. She a, might a still. You never yeah. know. Weird thing to do. Yeah. Hey, Orton's number on. one contender. Uh, after yeah, Drew's. Drew's condition from payback to Raw suddenly went through. Oh, God, he's dead to... Oh, no, it's okay. Raw beyond the Mori is fine, actually. It's not that big of an injury. Uh, and also, R-Truth became 24-7 champion again at some point in the night. All right, the one bit I liked about Raw that wasn't mentioned here, this is a very stupid thing to bring up. They're in the parking lot, and Akira Dozawa is a little minivan, and he's in his gi, obviously, because he just wears it everywhere. And he's driving up, and the guy's got the, the names. He's checking it, and he goes... Akira Tozawa and his ninjas, like, to be identified on the list. And a ninja in the back puts his head out the window to be like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's me, one of the ninjas, obviously with a ninja garb on. And I laughed the hardest I have laughed about something that happened on Raw in ages. 
It's just a little thing like a ninja. Hmm. It's like, yeah, hello. I liked... Um, <laughs> Christ. Really got him? I knew you wouldn't laugh. No, no, it was... Uh, I liked um, Randy Orton's little roly-poly to get into the pinfall in the main event. Because he RKO's... Oh, he hopped over Keith, didn't he? Keith Lee, and then doesn't yeah. pin him, he pins Rollins. But he has we, to do a little tumbly, little forward roll. Which suggests that he thinks that Rollins' finisher is better. Or that he thinks Keith is too strong, I guess, maybe. Oh, he thinks if, you were hit, if you were hitting your finisher... You'd you want think to, you'd pin Keith Lee. Yeah, because that's but the most maybe, devastating move in but, all sports entertainment. Ah, but he's scared of Keith because he just got battered by him the night before. Fair. He yeah. thinks I'm not nah, going to be able right. to put him down. I'll pin no. that weasel Seth Rollins instead. I know him. We have history back to the authority. I could go really in. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Mm. No, please do. No, no, no. I'm, I, no, because honestly, I'll tell you what happened. I, I stopped thinking of what to say next and I tried to get out of it. Did they and make an Ice Age 3? <laughs> they did. They did. Okay, just check. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't in it, but yeah, they did. Uncredited. Yeah. Do you know anybody in life who people say looks like? What's the? So I'm not familiar the with little, Ice Age. Not the squirrel. Yeah, not the with squirrel the, with a nut. Is it Sid? No way. What's Sid? Sid's the eyes. Yeah, yeah. Sid. So I can't remember I've, what I'm, I'm sure that I've encountered a lot of people in life who people say look like Sid. I always see people tag people in it on Facebook and stuff. Why Sid? Why is he such a? Big eyes, big sunken, big bulbous eyes, maybe. I don't know. There was that time on a TNA pay-per-view, I think two years ago, that one dude who always brings the weird nerdy signs, most of which don't make any sense. They're just uh, nerd for the sake of nerd. But some of them could be quite funny. He brought up a sign that says Mafu looks like Sid from Ice Age. <laughs> I had a picture of Sid in case there were any people that didn't know what Sid from Ice Age looked like. And I thought that was nice. And it was even funnier because it was an F and TNA pay-per-view. Not that many watched it and not as many people took print screens of it or put on Twitter. So <laughs> I had to be the one that showed on Twitter that this guy take the sign of me, take the piss out of me. It was great. Nothing but love, nerd sign guy. You don't really I don't think like you did. from my yeah. stage now. No, I know, and it's and it's fine. People could say these things. It's all right. And it's a great person. Like Randall off of Monsters, Inc., if anything. Oh, no, don't say that because there was a lot at my... <laughs> there was a lot at my uni who... Uh, there was a lad in my uni who we called uh, Creature was his nickname and he looked like Randall from Creature. Monsters. Jesus. That's an horrible nickname. Oh, he loved That's it, a... mate. No, he was all... No, he, he was did. All... He did, no he did. You're he didn't care. human. No, no, he Cried didn't care. to sleep every night, loved it. And no, he didn't care. He was a proper, like... He, he was like... He worked in the he worked in the kitchen at the bar, the, the local... Like, the college bar. And he'd always lean through the hatch to see what the bander was, like, proper, like, what's going on, lads? <laughs> he was one of our mates. It's fine. I feel yeah. dreadful. Do you keep up with him, Sam? No. Sam? Jack? Done it again. I've got him on Facebook. Okay. Is the first thing creature? Uh, he's in London. He's in London. <laughs> he's from Middlesbrough, but I think he went to London. He made the move to the big smoke. I, do, I honestly... <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I haven't talked to him for a long time, okay? Yeah. No. Because you don't respect him as a human being. I do, I do. He's a nice guy. Creature. He was better at football than me. <laughs> are you one of these, of these people when like, Creature's like, yeah, I'm doing really well. I'm executive manager. And you're like, oh, Creature's got a job. Creature's doing well in life. He's like, yeah, they don't call me Creature. They call me like Mr. Smith. <laughs> he, was, he was better looking than Randall from Monsters, Inc. Okay, there we, there we go. And it's fine because both the Creature and Randall from Monsters, Inc. and myself... At least we don't look like a Tory MP. 
I well, for for a start, there are there are fifty thousand people that apparently look like me. Any fair haired man with glasses and crap facial hair apparently looks like me. Um, and you know what? He uh, he he vanity searched that. By the way, we're talking about Alexander. What's his name? Hammond? Is it Alexander? Alex- I can't. Oh know. yeah, I can't remember. What's his name? It's Alexander something. Not Alexander. Uh-huh. What's his bloody name? Living anyway, he, he's, he, he didn't get tagged in that. So I put up a picture saying, oh, this isn't me. He's a Tory MP. I don't like him. Um, and within 20 minutes, he had replied and he wasn't tagged anywhere. He'd been vanity searching, found that, responded with a little cry face. So before, before I took the piss out of him, I looked up his voting record to see how nasty he actually was. And he was sufficiently nasty um, for me to murk him on Twitter. I could have been a lot nastier. Should have been a lot nastier. If if you're watching, hello. He won't be... I mean, him and Matthew Wright watching together. (laughs) Uh, There's others. Piers Morgan. I was going to say, the coalition is trying to call the Holly. You don't know, like, Uh, Piers Morgan. No, no, I've I've upset Piers Morgan before on Twitter. Oh, was that? Nice. Yeah. That's right, the vegan, uh, vegan sausage rolls, I remember. I'm trying to build a, 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 a five-man Survivor Series team of people I've pissed off. Uh, <laughs> we, can, we can all go up against them. I've, um, oh, I've found Jack this... can help team up because there was that lad that stole Reese's Pieces from him. That has oh, I've got an update. They mentioned, they, yeah, they mentioned our podcast on theirs. Um, oh, no. Saying that, this is uh, way more successful than ours yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course it is. Stephen tries to see Oh, huge. that's great. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. What um, was he saying about it? Just right, mentioned that he was like Patreon. Well, Stephen Tries has recently had a, a beef has resurfaced between him and a man called Jeremy Swaztek as Lynch, uh, a football YouTuber. Um, so that's a much bigger deal than. And then he, so he, what he does is he kind of talks about that, and then he goes, and we've got other beef as well with Coldaholic, but it's much more lighthearted. Like he doesn't actually. Oh, that's a relief then. Yeah. yeah. But um, now good and proper. Say something really nasty about it. You just want more. So we can get more. I did did think this. I tweeted him saying like, refer to me as Swaz the Jobber from now on because Swaz is the guy's... Yeah. So, but then he just liked it. And then someone said, what has Stephen Tries done to you? And I said, honestly, nothing. I'm going to have to get attention another way. So I did also think like, oh, this is is good. We can get clout. But it didn't work. He's really I, funny. He would destroy any of us on the Oh, yeah, yeah. He's really the, good. Yeah, yeah. I found a character who looks like Adam as well, if you can see. Yeah, that's another person with glasses there. It's from that volleyball can... anime that I was watching. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen Rick and Morty, Pachidi? Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. Stephen legs. Merchant, um, Jürgen Klopp I get Stephen, quite a lot. You don't look like Klopp or Klopp. Merchant. Well, no. I don't look like any of them. You I look, look like, like regular legs. I look legs. like a, 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 a huge celebrity called Adam Pachidi. I already <laughs> look like a very famous, handsome man. <laughs> you, look, you look a bit like, or you used to look like regular legs oh, when you yeah, had, long, the, when you had longer the hair. And the, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, can, not, I, can, I can take that. Yeah, fair enough. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Well, that's uh, right. awesome. He's a bastard. <laughs> moving, moving on from uh, us self-flagellating ourselves NXT Super Tuesday says it Breezango and Isaiah Scott beat Escobar and his lads in a six-man street fight match that included forklift dives yes so I liked it Um, nothing much else to say there it's good yeah Yeah. Candice LeRae beat Casey and I've seen people have a go people's pronunciation of this let me try Casey Catanzano no. Nearly. Try again. No? Oh, crap. Cadenzaro, isn't it? Have I just spelled it wrong? Cadenzaro, I think it is. <laughs> K- Casey Jizzy Zaro. You saw about Jizzy Zaro. Cadenzaro. Cadenzaro. Casey K. Cadenzaro. In a short match, invites Tegan Knox to dinner at her house. Again. Don't go, Tegan. No. It's a trap, mate. Don't go. <laughs> to free meal. It's worth the risk. Uh, Timothy Thatcher <laughs> beats Bronson Reed, which is always good to see. It's happened after interference from some blokey who we won't mention. And in a match... Specifically designed to irritate Matthew, it says here, the four-way, hour-long Iron Man goes to a draw. Adam Cole and Finn Balor will wrestle next week to determine the new NXT champion. And I thought this was funny on many different levels. One thing, a lot of people seem to think that an Iron Man match has somehow become the ultimate test, the ultimate, ultimate final display of spectacularness and all this stuff. Yeah, it is. It's not really. Yeah. It's only very rarely been brought up and used to what people think of it like that is WrestleMania 12 is one of them, Judgment Day 2000, and the rest of the time it's just been a match. So I think people bought into their own hype they had in their heads that this was going to be the mother of all Iron Man matches. And it wasn't. It was a match to build up to next week because this is a you know weekly show building up to the take hours. And I actually liked it because they kept it going. It did not feel like an hour. I think it went by very quickly. I'm it didn't shocked. turn into kick-out uh, porn. Like a lot of the Garno Champa Cole matches do, because there was four people involved. I think a one-on-one Iron Man match that would have been it for me. But no, it was an action-packed hour-long match, and a lot of people seem to have gotten really annoyed at the fact that ended in a draw, despite the fact that Shawn Michaels is an agent for NXT. <laughs> and who'd have thought that Iron Man match would go to a draw and need I, I, him more wrestling? I understand their frustration, personally, because it's a big investment of time, isn't it? And I I know, yeah, should we really be building in that way to the next? I don't know. I I would have been a bit sort of disappointed had I watched it live and stayed up uh, to to do it. I'd have been like, oh, that's that's a shame. Great match. I'm not taking anything away from the match. I really, really like the match, but it was just a bit disappointing, especially when you've got an Iron Man match and then William Regal comes out, next week you're going to have a singles match. I don't know why I did it like Brian Blessed there. Uh, (laughs) It's just, it it feels, it'll be great next week as well, but when you invest an hour of your time into something, I get that. If I watched any other TV show that went on for an hour, I'd, I'd want some sort of conclusion at the end. But there it's was, no less time than you'd usually spend 
watching NXT. It wasn't left like there was yeah, a big there was a big wasn't debate. Extended episode. There was a big debate. Obviously, social distancing in that. And we luckily have quite a lot of office space, so we're split currently. I don't see Adam all the time. We're in different rooms. But there was a furious socially distanced debate in the upstairs office uh, about whether this was unfair on the fans or not. And Aiden, the bloody news hound that he is, was like, Tom was saying, I liked it. If they were paying fans there in attendance, then I would have been annoyed. But there That's wasn't. There wasn't. And then Aiden went, I paid 25 quid for my BT Sport. <laughs> Because he obviously, I mean, I don't know. Well, for that one episode of NXT. Well, that's what he made it sound like. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. Tell him I'll do it for a tenner. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it. It's, it depends on how you look at these shows. I look at them like they're weekly episodic things. Other people seem to think like, like this, this next week will be whatever. It was only one week build and I'm giving them some... Uh, some whatever word I'm looking for here, because they're scrambling to fix a problem with the guy they've just put the title on becoming injured. This isn't like, okay, this is the best idea we've got. We'll take the title off of Killer Cross after one week. That's it. Then we'll do this match. No, they're not going at the... So I think some... Um, I can't think of the word. Some leeway. Thank you. Some leeway. Some forgiveness. To be some forgive. Yes, forgive poor WWE. Yeah. The, the underdogs. No, you know what? You've, uh, you've swayed me there. Yeah, I, I think those are really fair points. Be great if next. And match I didn't watch so it live anyway, suck. and I watched it at one point five speed, so it flew by. <laughs> Done. Awesome. AW Dynamite. Santana and Ortiz beat the best friends because they're bastards. Uh, something else be mentioned Is here. That what I put? It. You have put the bastards. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah, I was watching through fan. this. It there wasn't. A great deal of story was it? It was spot, 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 spot. Oh, and, uh, they, they, yeah. well, they hate each other. They hate each other because Santana Ortiz beat up Sue's car. It yeah. just, it just felt like they were going the from one spot to the next without doing. I, I don't know. It was fine. It was the, fine. The, that's kind of that's kind of. I love him and I think he's great, but it is kind of Chuck Taylor. He's you know sure. he's a PWG guy. I, th- I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is that fair, Matthew? Well, it's just tag team street fight match, and they're still kind of building up towards what was going to happen with it, them on the paper. Well, it wasn't, yeah. Yes, but yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Jurassic Express and the Young Bucks beat SCU and Private Party, which means the Bucks and Jurassic Express will face each other at All Out. The Bucks are not very happy chappies throughout. At one point, there was a guy of a sign for Hangman Page front row, and Matt Jackson went out and poured that fan's own beer over him because they're good guys. Well, well, well. Can I please step in there for a second? Please do. Because you've said something there very similar to V1 from OSW. Why am I Uh-oh. explaining who he is to I you? you Whatever you... I just said, I'll say the complete opposite then. Oh, do you know? I thought it was OC that you... We have, like a, you know, we have the same feud you and Mr. Tries have, so... Oh, well, you and V1? Yeah, just anybody who wasn't Jay in OSW. Oh, right, the other two don't like it's you. It's all play. Sorry, Yeah, 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 it's not real. Um, but V1 tweeted saying... The Young Bucks are bollocks of being faces, basically. They're going to pop in the crowd, but they're bad at playing face characters because of this. And I think they're deliberately acting more evil. They might turn heel. They're really annoyed. I liked it. Yeah. They weren't trying to yeah, get It's funny because other times... Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? When you're looking at it, when you're trying to look at an analytical level, because you have to sometimes with the books because they don't do much in the ring to tell the story. So they I mean, do sometimes. When, that's a st- that's it, a stereotype. I don't know. My point is, when they were trying to be good guys... Before proper good guys, they were still 
kind of not been that likable because they're going, we're great, we're the oh, boss. Oh, they're just we're not very like, yeah, they're just not very likable And But now they're being dicks. And I was like, oh, okay, now, now you get it. Now you're yeah. probably being dicks. But do there's not that much difference between them. Do you them. think that the books come across more heelish to a self-deprecating British audience than to Americans where winning is everything? That's a very good point, Jack. There is a huge difference there between the attitudes yeah, I'd say so. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I just thought maybe. <laughs> we, we associate more with Hangman Page. Yeah, definitely. The guy who doesn't feel like he fits in anywhere. <laughs> the hard he's drinker. A a <laughs> yeah. He's our guy. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It's a weird one. Did I tell yeah, you the story? Have I ever told you about watching the Young Bucks call a match backstage in WCPW? <laughs> I think you have, but I think okay. you should tell it again. No, I don't know like if it. I should tell it again now. Do you know this, Adam? Oh, Pachita, have you heard it? No, it doesn't ring a bell. Okay, oh, so tell the, your son the story. Do you remember this? We had this huge, like... Five-man tag match once where it was the Bucks and other members of the Bullet Club against all of the ICW lads, basically. All of them. Um, is this Nottingham? Yes. The With huge, Gabe like, as the... Yeah, he was the honorary Bullet Club member. member yeah. yeah. Still um, on Wikipedia, I think. Nice. Um, what, Gabe Sapolsky? No, Gabe no, Kidd. No, Gabe Kidd. Gabe Kidd. <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. Right, okay. The lifeboatman. Um, <laughs> oh, Gabe Sapolsky be there. Carry on. Yeah, we had Gabe Sapolsky come out. <laughs> um... <laughs> So I just walked past them backstage and obviously the Bucks are calling the match to everyone else. So they're stood in the middle of this huge circle of guys and they're just calling the match like this. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll run and then we'll super kick you and then super kick, super kick, super kick, suck it, super kick. And they're just like literally <laughs> are doing that as they call the match. You see like BT Gun looking around like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> like he just, he just wanted to go to bed. <laughs> and these American lads are just jumping around going, what? too sweet and BT's like I'd eat me I off you go pal it was so funny <laughs> oh. Omega is interviewed by Tony in the ring but FTR until he interrupt it's all very passive aggressive and awkward they're about to fight but Hangman interrupts and FTR lambast him for betraying the books and being insecure they walk off and Hangman goes to hand the tag belt to Omega but he's already left the ring again it's all very passive aggressive and awkward this wasn't as effective as other segments they've done, but it's all about st stirring the pot. I said stew in the pot there. That would have been a terrible analogy. Stirring <laughs> the pot of stew, ready to be served. They're all out. So I'm all for it. I'm looking forward to that match a lot. Mm -hmm. Did you see it, Pachini? Yes. Oh, great. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, Jericho I Beach. enjoyed it. <laughs> Good times. Jericho Beach, Joe Janela, which Orange Cassidy watching on from ringside after walking past someone who apparently... Go to the toilet and had to go at that exact oh, moment. Oh yeah, he came off the crowd. Yeah, what a sell, by the way. That bloody code breaker was magnificent. Mm -hmm. Really great. Mm -hmm. I'd like. I really like Janela. I, th I think he's going to be like a really big single star in AEW. I'd like to see him with a TNT belt sooner rather than later. Ooh, no, I just well, I, really? I find him just so tremendously entertaining to watch. Oh, well, fair enough. Ah. I think he's good for his role in the company. I think a TNT title would be. I'm not saying beat Brody Lee. Yeah, yeah, not now, but you know, in a year's time when else has been signed. I just, I, there's something about him. I just love him. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. I'll let him know. Uh, he banned me from Game Changer Wrestling after a, put a clip of him on Twitter of him messing up. Oh. Legit ban or silly I don't ban? Know. I don't know if it's the fake feud like Jack's one there or a real feud like your one with Piers Morgan. Only time will <laughs> tell. When I rock up to Game Changer Wrestling, that popular Northeast promotion, and they say, no, 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 no you're not coming in, pal. Uh, then Jericho Hager pulls Jericho out of harm's way Cassidy pours some of Jericho's bubbly and gives it a thumbs down 
the indignity. Mm. And I thought that was really like, awkward for the ring crew because it goes all over the map. Yeah. And the like, camera zoomed in. It was a nice shot of him walking away as like the thing pouring. But I'm just going, God, it's going to suck for the next bunch of wrestlers who have to wrestle on that. I mentioned on my graded video for this episode that it felt sometimes like this week's episode and last week's episode was swapped. Like last week's episode was great and it felt like a lot of the stuff was the go home. And then this week it felt like they were just having to fill another segment so like, oh, pour the champagne out and give it a thumbs down. Or like that Kenny Omega segment was a bit awkward as well. The only segment that felt like a real go-home segment to me was the main, was we'll get to it later on, but the mm. Moxley stuff. I get you. I uh, saw a tweet, has, I, I mentioned on. this to you earlier, Jack, um, that it was either Steve or Lars, and I apologize for not being able to remember, but it was like, they, they said something to the effect of, this is this is crazy, this one. It's, it's like Tony Khan wasn't there to book it. And it did it feel or, disjointed it Steve, and weird. It was Steve or Larson. Yeah, that's what I said, yeah. Oh, sorry, I missed that. You cut out very slightly. Oh, okay. um, yeah, it did feel like that as well. They're, they're right. And I missed them because they were lovely lads. Yeah. yeah. Lovely lads. Taz <clears throat> and Cage and Starks in the ring. Yes. Three lovely lads. Hyping up the <laughs> Casino Battle Royal. Ugh. Okay, they're interrupted by Jake the Snake and Lance Archer, who interrupted by Eddie Kingston and his stable, who interrupted by Tully and Sean Spears, who interrupted by everybody... And they brawl for ages. They brawl slowly all the way through a commercial break. And then instead of having someone stand tall, they throw it a video package. It says, I don't quite understand. I thought this was effective for what it was, which okay. is, there's a battle royal this Sunday. Yay. Fine. Great. Saturday, isn't it? Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Well, whatever. And we watch it Sunday. We're Brits. And that's fine. It's a battle royal. It's cool. Whatever. But again, I'm really excited to watch the pay-per-view. Sure, be great. These casino battle royals, unless they've changed it like the last one they did with the ladder, they suck. Five uh, people entering at once. It's for one. It's a, five people entering as a group. There's all these clicks here together, and it's for a single shot. Now it's, it's just like, going to be a big mess. They, they, the, the Royal Rumble is already a thing, but the Royal Rumble is perfect, so they have right. to put a spin on it. So they've gone with uh, five at a time, ladder yeah. in there or something like that. Yeah, I just yeah. just now, do a Rumble if you fancy, or just a regular Battle Royal. Have them all start in the ring. Battle Royals are crap, yeah. obviously, but <laughs> well, they are just, just a lot of people lounging about on the ropes. I do have to take slight issue. I agree with Matthew's point largely. But I was there sat next to him for the first ever Casino Battle Royal. And he was <laughs> so happy when Glacier was there and spat and did the blue, the ice and stuff. Matthew was enjoying that Casino Battle Royal. Oh, absolutely. I should put an asterisk then. If Glacier makes the appearance, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. then automatic five stars. I just remember not realizing who it was and being like, who the hell is that? And then he did the blue thing and Matthew was happy. So I put two and two together very quickly and... Realised yeah. it was Glacier, yeah. Why, Jack, don't you recognise? That's <laughs> famous WCW show. If I'm right, didn't they do a bit where Cody headed to the ring at the first AEW pay-per-view? No, before it was AEW. All in. And it was all these NWA champs. So it was Tommy Dreamer mm. mm -hmm. and a bunch of other people there. Tim Storm. Remember. Tim Storm. <laughs> Wasn't Glacier there? Yes, Glacier was just in his entourage as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Thunder Rosa beats Serena Deeb, which is a good match at least. Uh, I put on Twitter, because I believe Thunder Rosa is making an appearance on Cut the Holic soon. Mm. Or has already made an appearance. Mm. Mm -hmm. Desert Island Grabs. Has Tom done a Desert That's Island great. Grabs? Oh, I've been yeah. listening to that. I've, I'm, I don't know much, I didn't know much about her, but I'm an instant fan. I think she's so oh, cool. She's great. Mm. Captivating to watch. Mm. Really, yeah. really cool. She's not winning, is she? But uh, I wish. I, I hope she, she does. Is. Yeah, I uh, hope she does as well. Yeah, I thought 
that AEW has done the thing that they did at the very start of AEW Dynamite, where they assume people already know who the hell she is because of NWA power. Mm. But I don't watch a hell of a lot of it. So I think I'm I'm trying to catch up. No, she's had a couple of video packages yeah. on Dynamite. I don't think she's she's not had a... She needs like a promo, doesn't she? Like a live promo. Yeah. I but still, I still really like She looked good. Ser- so. it was nice to see Serena Deeb as well. Yeah, I, I thought she was... Is she furloughed from WWE or was she released? I'm guessing she was... I don't Gone, know. okay. Because I thought she was helping out at the performance centre. She was a trainer, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You can tell why she was a trainer though. She's great. Oh, she's amazing. She's really good in the ring. Really I good. Remember- Just like solid. I remember her coming back for the May Young Classic and being like, oh, wow, she's really good. Because I never remembered that with the Straight Edge Society. Yeah. yeah. And then Moxley beats MJF's lawyer, of course, but is brutally jumped by MJF and Wardlow after the match and beaten down. MJF stands tall with the belt over a bloodied Moxley to end the show. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's a good look. Mm. Not going to win the Sunday, is he? I thought he was going to win until this show. All the way yeah. through the build-up, I was like, MJF's going to win, and now I'm like, no, nah, no way. That said, they, they, I think they might be trying to subvert some of these tropes that we've got used to with Ooh. WWE. So I actually, I, I don't think you can read into it that much. Because Ooh. I think that they, they know that their fans are used to WWE, generally speaking, on the go-home, the person who's losing looks super strong and does a big attack or something like that. It wouldn't surprise me if they if they pull our pants down here. Oh, cheeky. Dad. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> hmm. And that was the marathon. That was the week in wrestling. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> and now it's time to have a little, little look in the mailbag. Holla, 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 players. Before the global bastard showed up, it was common for me to find connections with strangers thanks to my extensive collection of wrestling shirts. I'd be out somewhere and someone would spot my shirt and they make their way over and would strike up a chat. It was always a nice feature of wearing wrestling gear in public. This usually worked out well, except once. Walking down the street last summer, a man in his late teens or early 20s was walking toward me. He was wearing large over-the-ear headphones and an AJ Styles t-shirt. As we approached one another, we made eye contact and I put up the too sweet hand sign. The man looked at me with a puzzled expression. He clearly did not recognise what his hand signal was, so I motioned for him to take off his headphones and point at his shirt, giving him a thumbs up. That led to the following exchange. Me, friendly wrestling idiot. Hey, I like your shirt. I'm a fan of AJ Styles too. Did you like his work in New Japan with the Bullet Club, or are you just a fan of his WWE run? Stranger, clearly annoyed at being stopped, what the hell is the Bullet Club? Who's AJ Styles? Oh. He then put his headphones back on and continued walking. Oh. What are some instances in your own lives where you thought your love of pro wrestling was about to help you make a friend, only for it to backfire unexpectedly? <laughs> Thanks for all the content and creativity. You're all top shelf in my book. Much love and stay safe. David from Manchester, in brackets, the one in New Hampshire of the United States, not the UK one. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. Okay. Well, thank you very much, David. Uh, if you mentioned something nice about my shirt, I would be polite and I would keep my headphones off just for you. That's a good question. Have you ever gone up to someone and be like, yay, and they've gone, no. It depends on that as well because I I, uh, I got a tweet a while ago saying that uh, there was a there was a homeless person wearing a Pachiti Club T-shirt. So you never know where somebody's picked up a shirt. You, you can't be expect or, or it could have been the, the TNA Seaman AJ one and he might have just really liked Bukaki. Um 
I'm struggling to think of anything. Jack, have you got any? I've got two stories, but I'm worried that one of them is too similar to... I'm glad I've got two because one of them is very, very similar to the example. Um, So, Matthew, you know know the pub, you know the Chillingham Arms? Yes. Yes, I was in the Chillingham Arms. As you know, fine establishment. I know it too. Adam, you also know the Chillingham Arms? I lived on Chillingham Road for a bit. With you? With with me for like three (laughs) weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Time of my life. Um, uh, no, he had he had a pet snake, and we didn't tell our housemate because she would have been scared. <laughs> we just and then, snuck the snake when in. When I was leaving, I dropped it down the stairs in its box. She was fine. She was fine. Oh but yeah, it, I wasn't there for that bit. Oh, it was awful. Oh, the snake was fine. I thought you meant Jody was fine. Yeah, <laughs> was fine. Uh, anyway, chilling moms um, down the road from where me and Sam and Adam briefly used to live. Um, I was in there one night, pretty drunk. And there was a lad at the bar, and he he didn't look cool. If he looked cool, I'd have been scared. But he looked like, you know, like one of us, like a bloody nerd. And I thought, this'll be all right, because he had a Young Bucks Bullet Club, Bullet Club Young Bucks shirt on, right? With the one with the headband on the skull. And I remember going past him and really casually trying to be like, yes, mate, too sweet, or something like that. And he just looked at me, and I just walked off. And... I don't know whether he didn't know what it was. Maybe the shirt was a gift or he borrowed it from his housemate or something. But he was talking to a girl at the bar and I think he didn't want to look uncool in front of this girl by revealing that he knew I was a a wrestling fan, basically. Um, My other one was at a house party in London because my mate Chris fell in with a weird crowd when he went to uni of like London, like a theatre troupe, like weird... You hate Londoners, don't you? No, these, these lads were... Weird co- no, London no, no, people. no. I'm friends I'm friends with some of them now still, but some of them were odd. They're, I don't know if I should say what the, the gang is called because people will find them. I won't say. But anyway, I was at a house party in Tottenham and obviously a lot of people were... I was drunk. A lot of people were doing whatever. Drugs I'd never even heard the name of before and were up like late. And I went down to the kitchen in the morning to like get a glass of water or something and two of them are still up they've clearly been talking all night about wrestling talking really intently about one of them's teaching the other one about like becky lynch and her amazing run like that she's been going on and he's going yeah yeah no becky lynch she's doing great have you heard of her and the guy's like no but you know when you hear someone talk about wrestling and they're getting everything wrong and he couldn't think of the name of someone and he was trying to think of the name. And while I was getting a glass of water, I just tried to interject and I was like, oh, uh, Sasha Banks. And he was like, Sasha Banks, yeah. And then just ignored me completely and kept talking to the guy, probably because he was so coked up. Didn't even thank me. Didn't even acknowledge me. I almost wanted to be like, I work in rep, but I didn't do it. I just got my water and left. Both those stories are really sad in hindsight. And I'm... I'm glad I've shared them now because I feel a little bit better. Have I given Catastic. anyone time to think of a... Uh, yeah, I've, oh, got, I've got, got one there. Yeah, uh, Sorry, go, go on, Matthew. Matthew. <clears throat> well, there's two. I mean, there's been a few examples in Newcastle, but I think it's more of the Newcastle people where they're not always sociable. Obviously, they're very friendly on nights out. Everyone's your friend there if you're not a dick. But just walking around, not everyone wants to acknowledge the fact that, yes, I am wearing a CM Punk shirt. Yes, I know who he is. That's why I bought the shirt. Cool. Don't talk to me. That's happened loads of times, um, especially when you're seeing a guy with CM Punk, you know, uh, the two fists and everything, and they've got like a tenants lager in the other. It's always good for a laugh. But the other thing had the other effect. Uh, one of the other places I used to work uh, in town, people go, are you the lad who likes the wrestling and all this? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, what do you think of it? And you'd be like, oh, you know, Roman Reigns, blah, blah, blah. 
don't know. And they go, uh, I, uh, uh. And I'm like, what's this guy wanting? <laughs> he just asked me a question, but he doesn't know the answer. And he goes, do you think McGregor's going to win against Mayweather? Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, I've got to pass the interest in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, uh, no, absolutely not. There's less than a 1% chance of that actually happening. Yeah, uh, uh, I think he's got a chance, like, because like, <laughs> McGregor may McGregor mania easy for me to say was such a thing back then it's like do you just like anything that involves fists cool cool I think I think McGregor's being made with let me tell you why <laughs> but it was great the, though it was like the weird oh. thing like yeah we don't have any common but we are now we're talking about stuff that's the, the thing though, isn't it? You sort of shift conversation to where you're comfortable. I get it in Ubers yeah. all the time if they ask what we do. I was, oh, oh. talk about wrestling for a living. It's mm. like, oh yeah, that bloody MMA stuff, that UFC. And yeah, you, yeah. you just go where you... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was that... yours, Pachidi? Uh So I don't know if this really fits, but when I was at uh, middle school, uh, three-tier system on the Isle of Wight. It's gone now. Disaster. Uh, <laughs> Isle of Wight. Yeah, it's a sunk. Yeah. Um, the uh, year eight and the school disco was approaching. There was a boy who had just um, emigrated from Australia called Richard. Um, and he was uh, he, he was a, a good looking lad, right? He was buff and he had the accent. Wait, so year, it, eight, year eight? Year eight. He yeah. was a buff. He was a buff 13 year old. He was in shape. Yeah, yeah. He was, for, a, he was, for a teenager. Yeah, well, he was all right. He was good looking. For he was, he was yeah, a right, team. right, right. He was, <laughs> and um, <laughs> so he he came along and he introduced first of all handball to the playground. Not handball, as you may know, it's this thing where you stand in four squares. So it's a brilliant game. Everybody's playing it, so he's popular already. Combine that with the fact that <clears throat> he's good looking. He's got a cool accent that you just wouldn't ever hear on the Isle of Wight. Um, and the fact that one time we did like a show and tell thing, bring a picture in from when you were a kid. He brought a, a picture of uh, him as like a, a as a three year old or whatever, naked in the garden. Um, and everyone was we we're all self conscious of our bodies, and everyone was just like, "Oh, that's the coolest thing." He's he, he's so um, he's so confident in himself oh, that he's able to. I, people loved him. I hate loved him already. Him. I hate him. No, he's a good. He's a decent guy. I bumped into him in the pub actually a couple of years ago. He pretended not to remember me. Um, so maybe he's not. Uh, anyway, he came and uh, we were at the school disco and I was really, everyone knew that I liked wrestling because I used to play wrestle with this guy called Dan Smith in the playground. But I used to tone it down. I was beginning to sort of like, not drift away from wrestling, but want to, but, but, you know, value being accepted more than enjoying the things that I like. We've and so I was there. really toning it down. But I had, um, I had a Hardy Boys t-shirt and I think it just said too extreme. I think it was too X, big X stream on it. No WWE mentions on there. And I was like, okay, cool. This sort of fits in with the emerging skater parental advisory culture that we're seeing. I'll look cool with that. Whack a sweatband on there. Whack a sweatband on there. Dye my hair green. Thanks very much, mum. Off to the school disco. Had a great time dancing like Jeff Hardy all night. Um, but then in the playground on Monday morning, he said something to the effect of, Oh, who turns up to a school disco? No, I can't do an Australian accent. Jack, can you say the following? Uh, who turns <laughs> up to a school disco in a wrestling t-shirt? Okay, good day, everyone. 
Who bloody turns up to a school disco in a wrestling shirt? Did he say that? Thanks very That's much, horrible. Richard That's Talbot. Horrible. Oh, I've said his yeah, full name. Was... Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Richard. So, first, he, he, I felt like a, a sucker there for liking mm. wrestling. This doesn't even really fit in with the question, does it? But my thing is that he knew it was a wrestling t-shirt, didn't have any WWF uh, he, logo he or anything. He well. He knew. He, he was, was a wrestling fan. He was just trying to impress the ladies. He's already done that by bringing some pornographic pictures of himself in. He didn't need to go to town on me at all and he did and I felt foolish That's... Um, and and then he then he blanked me in the pub and and started, how does he right, know right, he, right, he, he knew he knew what wrestling knew. That's made did. me livid that's yeah. made me livid oh Richard that is amazing but you okay. know what it reminded me of a memory that I've forgotten about uh, when oh, I went no. to my school disco no 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 not like that but when I went to my school disco I didn't know I was I was far and away not the cool kid but I was you know I was alright yeah, but I. <laughs> it's all anyone can ask for, Matthew. I wore a. How can I describe it? A Pokemon shirt to my school disco mm -hmm. that had like the three starter Pokemon, like just snippets of them. So I thought, well, that looks cool. And again, no one around me to say, no, mate, you, you know, what are you doing? School disco, you're dressed like. So everyone else is dressed like a school disco. I remember as soon as I went in, people went, is that lad wearing a Pokemon shirt? Yeah, these these big lads, you know, eight or nine, or whatever. But but then that was the night I forgot about this. But hell, um, I I danced with alas, wear my Pokemon shirt. Oh, and I was there with a fellow. You know, if you had to group people in a different cliques, which you do at school, he was basically one of those all right acceptable nerds. He wasn't a cool guy, but he was he was a nerd. But he was all right nerd, and he tried to mock me and go, "Oh, you're dancing with the the chubby lass," <laughs> and a guy who was in the cool. Uh, I'll beat the hell out of you and if you say anything I'll beat your dad up as well group went who are you kidding you ain't even dancing with anybody pal oh. and he's wearing a Pokemon shirt I'm like yes get in I have a oh. my memory wow it sums up my life really like uh, they weren't great but neither was I but better than nothing Christian Biggest can't be choosers exactly <laughs> apart from if they've got a that's why they've got wearing your shirt <laughs> Hey ho, call the holic of personalities. After Shayna and Naya won the women's tag title this past week, it had me thinking, what is the best slash your favorite thrown together tag team? Personally, despite teams such as the Rock and Sock, Team Hell No and others, I have to teleport back to my childhood to when Sting won the tag titles of NWO Hollywood Aligned Giant at Slamboree 98. Seven-year-old me was blown away and then was immediately let down by Sting joining the Wolfpack. I did enjoy Sting beating Giant for sole custody of the titles later, but it was still... Excuse me. Hard to fathom the icon being a part of anything labelled NWO. Curious to see what you will say. Cheers, Jared Konatsa. No, I've got no clue there. Sorry, Jared Konatsa. C O N A T S E R. Konatsa. No, I think that's legit. Jared Konatsa. Jared Konatsa. Yeah. I'll say no, it three more you. times in front of the mirror and see if he appears. Anyway, thank you very much, Jared. Throwing together tag teams can be quite fun. What's yours, Jack? Uh, John Cena and David Otunga, Matthew. <laughs> That's mine. The Nexus. Because it was great, wasn't it? You look yeah. at the you look at tag team champions throughout history, and one of them is John Cena and David Otunga. Is someone's hit the randomizer button? It's brilliant. Yeah, it's good. Love it. Can't remember the thing on that one uh, kickoff show where they were bragging about being a tag team champion, and they were like, "I've been one." The coachman said, "I've been one," and then Otunga said, "I've been one." I went, <laughs> "David Otunga." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh dear! For like a week. 
Anyway, so what were we saying? Can't think of a serious answer. Uh, I've got one. John Cena and David Otunga. Go on. Uh, my go-to here was uh, Cesaro and Tyson Kidd. But then I thought, oh, mm. Cesaro and Tyson Kidd, that was brilliant. But Cesaro has made it work with everyone, hasn't he? He made it work with Jack Swagger as the, uh, the what were they called, the Real Americans? Mm-hmm. Um, he's making it work with Shinsuke Nakamura at the moment. He might just be the best tag team wrestler in the world. Seamus, the bar. To Seamus, of course, oh, yeah. Of course. You're, yeah kind of, you're, you're kind of in the bar, Adam. You've done the bar thing. I've done the bar thing, but I did it wrong the first time and he had to go, uh, oh, no. He didn't actually oh, physically turn right, me. Right, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. That was Cesaro, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, because when I interviewed Seamus, he didn't offer to do the bar thing. This was after bar the bar, and, to be yeah, fair. They'd already broken gone. up. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair. I'm sure he would. You should have insisted, though, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with. The little-known tag team that doesn't get enough love, very short-lived, Slater Gator. Oh. Heath Slater and Titus O'Neil. Awesome. Titus O'Neil starts the match, beats up the other dude, beats up the other other dude in your tag team. God, he's killing, he's great. Tags into Heath Slater, Heath Slater runs in, gets pinned. <laughs> it's awesome. Good, he didn't go anywhere. But I love that little tag. Uh, number three, Tope Con G'day, lads. I wish I had a story to say. It's an Australian. It's not Andrew Talbot, is it? It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's from Hannah from Australia. Oh. Okay. She's using a pseudonym. He's a coward. I wish I had a story to segue into my question, as is broadcast tradition. I've got nothing beyond, I've been thinking about silly bollocks. I'm hoping this will fit nicely into the exuberant blend of wrestling and niche references that you bring us each and every week. Well, it's a very polite way of saying what we do every week. Here's our scenario. You have to assemble a five-man Survivor Series team compromised of people with your first name. Oh. Be they real or fictional. Oh, Christ. Yes. My name, <coughs> Hannah, is a bit limiting. So I can only think of four. Hannah Montana. <laughs> Hannah from a show called 13 Reasons Why that I've never seen. <laughs> <to set up. laughs> Hannah, mother of, <laughs> mother of Samuel from popular worldwide text, The Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and of course the almighty Hannah from the original S Club 7 oh thank yes thank you for all the joy and laughter you provide to so many of us Cultaholic has been such a welcoming comfort in these bleak times sending all my love Hannah from Australia Hannah you're my favourite person uh, for some time P.S. I never say good day ever but I'm hoping that by including it someone will try to do the accent before Matthew reads this part aloud. Oh, I did it a different question. And you did it before. Yeah, That's great. Wow. Oh, wow. It's all coming together, isn't it? Yeah. Like I can't think of any more Hannahs. Not spelt that way. No. I'm assuming what? it's just, I'm assuming it's just H-A-N-N-A-H. Yeah. 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 Nah. Hanna-Barbera? Yeah. Creator of Fred Flintstone? I'm, I can only think of people I know from school. Yeah. Oh. Lots of, lots of Hannahs, actually, in my year at school, I remember. It was a popular name, yeah. That's oh, yeah, good. It was, yeah. yeah. But yeah. moving on from Hannahs, Jack, you get... Oh, you got the pick of the oh, list. That's a good, uh, Easy. That's a really good name to have there. Yeah, yeah. Then. All the heroes are called Jack. I'll start with probably, like, Jack Reacher. Is he hard? I've not watched the films. I read the books, but yeah. Has anyone Who? seen it? Jack, Re- Jack Reacher, oh, is I know, it? I know what you mean, but I've never seen them or read them. Then there's also Jack uh, Bauer from 24. Uh... I'll go for Jack Sparrow as well. Because, he, he, you know, he's a good swordsman. Uh, who else have we got? Raiden from Metal Gear Solid's real name is Jack, I think. Isn't he? Oh, Matthew? yes, it is, yes. It is, yeah, Matthew, cheers. And I'll finish with um, the... 
if you buy into the theory, then Edward Norton in Fight Club is called Jack, but it could just be it could just be the things he finds that say like I am Jack's liver or whatever. But I'll go I'll go for him. I'll slip him nice. in as well. Yeah, cheers. Good choices. I'm Thank spoiled you. for choice with actual wrestlers here. You've got Cole, Copeland, uh Pierce, Rose, uh what's Strowman? Schler or something. What is it? Oh yeah, he's called Adam Schur, as well. Schur. Yeah. Um Birch. Who is Joey Mercury? Oh. I think that's his real name. Um, oh. But I'm going to stray away from that. I'm going to go first. Uh, Adam, I can't remember how to pronounce it. D-U-R-I-T-Z. Duritz. He is the lead singer of Counting Crows. Um, oh. And he is going to be responsible for the music as well as some of the wrestling. Um, and well, they've got some bangers, haven't they? Um, Mr. Jones, great song. Mr. Jones, Accidentally in Love from yeah. Trek 2, I think it was, maybe. Big cover of um, Big Yellow Taxi. Yes, yeah, great cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm going to have Adam Levine from Maroon 5 as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is going to attack Adam Duritz as soon as uh, Duritz gets in the ring. So there's going to be drama here and claim his <clears throat> title as the best Adam that sings except for myself. Um, I'm going to take Adam Buxton, the comedian, because he's really, really funny and ridiculously charismatic. He'd be a really, really good promo guy. Um, Adam. The whole What Culture office. Uh, Adam, <laughs> Adam, 50% of wrestling Adam Sandler. YouTube. Adam Sandler, who is uh, a, a legit wrestling fan as well. He's in the front row with uh, Rob Schneider at Mania 2021. They were front row. I remember the cat. I watched yeah. it the other day for a list, and I haven't got a last one. Adam and the Ants. Adam, Adam Ant. No, Adam Ant. I don't want Adam Ant in there. Okay. That's no, he's fine, far. isn't he? No, don't yeah, know. no. Adam Savage from Television's Mythbusters. <laughs> and he would have Ooh. some big fancy contraption like that, and, and he'd knacker them all. It'd be brilliant. Seems like a nice guy as well. Looks a bit like me because he's got glasses. There you go. <laughs> Peace from the pod, eh? Well, I've used the time spent by you two talking about whatever it was you're talking about to look be. at Famous Matthews. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's got to be. Who's that? V1. Oh. Matt Hardy. Oh. Have you not gone for Matt Hardy? What were you doing? I was oh, doing yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. There do, we go. Do, do, Leading the team would be uh, Matthew Hardy. Oh, Matt I don't Hardy think you should be allowed to have wrestlers. Okay. Who's <laughs> Matthew, Matthew Hardy just pulled uh, an arm. I pulled an arm. I almost said Armstring then. Bloody hell. <laughs> Look, he's pulled something. He's pulled a fit lass at well. I don't know. He's pulled a cheese string. I guess it pulled I guess your triceps your arm string. In a way. Yeah, that's what they call it. In the, a way. The, all the personal trainers call it the arm <laughs> string. I went probably based in <laughs> In a way. Uh, uh, I'll have Matthew Vaughan. Cause he can be the motivator. He can direct it. He can put on the fancy filters he did for Lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Also oh, layer God. cake. Still waiting on layer cake too, just saying. So hopefully that victory in this mythical uh, Survivor Series match will motivate him. I would have famous Matthew Mahonahay. Mm, he could be the lead. Mahonahay. Matthew Mahonahay. He means McConaughey. Yeah, McConaughey. <laughs> I hate Mahonahay. every word that I can't pronounce, sounded, which is all sounded, like, sounded like an Elvis lyric. Mahonahay. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew McConaughey to his friend. Yeah. Uh, he can be there because he's been the charismatic leader of the group. 
Uh, look at IMDb. Matthew Gray Goobler, who has nice eyes, so I'll go with him a bit eye candy. <laughs> Woof, the lads. Uh, Matt, oh, Christ. We're running low. We're running low. Matthew, you lose him. Matt Damon. Okay, there we go. Yeah, Matt, there we yeah. go. He's hard to kill in every film I've ever seen him in, so mm-hmm. that, that'd be good. Matt Frewer, who is most known for playing... Um, I've got what it's called now. The, the the talking head from the 80s. Max Headroom. Oh, Max Headroom, yeah. Oh, Cody Max Rhodes. Yes. It looks like That's Cody exactly right. It is yeah. Does it? And yeah, Max Headroom. Plays, he plays, I just play, uh, got this from CEX, the Batman game for PS4. He does the Riddler in the style of Max Headroom. Okay. The Riddler appears That's via cool. these things. Yeah, and it does the, the uh, glitch type of talking. You missed Probably a really good, good one that oh, I was hoping you, you get, but it's probably just because I've been watching so much of it. He'd make uh, a really good wrestler. Yeah. He's seven foot tall. Yeah. And it, tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be... I've Matthew just said it. Kelly. Matthew Kelly. Matthew, Matthew Kelly. Kelly. That would work because Matthew Kelly had come to the ring and he's about to... Yeah, he's, he's clearing house because he's enormous. And then he sees Frank Skinner. <laughs> Frank Skinner just... <laughs> just and then Matthew Kelly abandons the match to chase after him to ask him about that time he did a joke on him. It still has people in the comments on the YouTube video going, Cultaholic sent me here. Mm. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. It's always a nice feeling when you get that, isn't it? Every yeah. Woolworths ad ever. I've got Ooh. that on now. I've- uh, oh. <laughs> MC, MC Bouncing uh, finally re- responded to me on Twitter uh, from that Metro rap that I did like two years ago now. Yeah, so legendary Northeast MC, me- MC Bouncing. What did he say? Someone had tagged him in it and said like, oh, I just remember this at Jack the Jobber at MC Bouncing. And he put like, come on, lad, or yes, I, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. You took the time out to type all that. And <laughs> I'm going to pick, there's a final one, Mac, Matthew Grioning. Oh, the Green. Matt Green. The Simpsons. Matt yeah. Yeah. from The Simpsons. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were done. I didn't looks mean to like, interrupt looks you. Looks a bit like Pacini does fun. Matt Groening. Yeah, he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that a lot. <laughs> yeah. he, you dress like him, Matthew. I know, right? Matt, Matt Groening is a very colourful man. Like an ageing Timmy Mallet. Yes, I am. And that were all the questions we had time for this week. Thank you very much for sending all of them. We love the responses. We love the intros. We love your names. Please, 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 please keep on sending them to mailbag at guldaholic.com. Ah, now it's time for Reese's Pieces. So good, they twocked it. Hi-ho. Seeing Ross post recently that he's in the top 2% of listeners of WWE music on Spotify. Of course he is. Started me thinking about just how integral to wrestling music is nowadays, as wrestling music is my go-to for any situation. I came to realize just how many stars have had more than one song that has come to define them. It made me wonder which song was more iconic from each star. The question is, which of these themes do you prefer from the following stars? Okay, so we're going to go around Jack, Pachiti, Mafu. First time watching Reese's Pieces. It's the fastest thought first. Starting from Shinsuke Nakamura. Subconscious, New Japan. The Rising Sun is NXT debut. Or the Shadows of a Setting Sun, the heel turn with a guitar. Thing. The NXT one. NXT one. With the Lee England. <clears throat> the violin. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, what they said. Triple H. The game <sighs> or the King of Kings. Oh, not my time. My time. I thought it was going to come. Yeah. Or, or my time. I'll add it on there. All right. <laughs> my heart says my time, but I'm going to choose uh, the game. The game. Uh, the King of Kings. <coughs> Way catchier. Uh, Randy Ooh. Orton. 
burning my light or voices? Voices. Oh, sorry. Jack's oh, so yes. Um, oh. I was still thinking. Sorry. Um, probably voices because it fits his character better. But burning my life fit his character back then. That's a difficult one. I'll go for voices. Voices. I'm going to say burning my light because I think it's catchy. And also Randy Orton apparently hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I've just realized I've been doing this as what the most iconic was. It's meant to be favorites, isn't it? Yeah. yeah you know what? They all stand, actually. How convenient. Okay. That's... Uh, Kenny Omega? Devil Sky in New Japan or Battle Cry in AEW? Oh, the AEW one. I don't like that New Japan one. It yeah. sounds too. It's too computer gamey. I know that's the point, but it's all like the dun, 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 dun. no. I like the I like the current one. AEW, Devil Sky because it sounds video gamey. <laughs> uh, Rey Mysterio, the six one nine, the original WWE song, or the Buyaka Buyaka current one. Oh, the original one. Yeah, uh, Buyaka. Is the original one, who's that jumping, who's jumping out, out the sky? Out the sky? Oh, Mysterio. Here we go. Mysterio. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. Christian, just close your eyes, the waterproof blonde version or the story of the year version? Whichever one is the one with the female vocals. That'd be waterproof blonde, I think. That one then. Yeah. Uh, at last. Oh. <laughs> it's better. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what, what Adam said. Sasha Banks, sky's the limit. The original or the Snoop Dogg remix? The original. Original. No offence to Snoop Dogg or Double Jizzle. Uh, I like the Snoop Dogg remix. If it's the, the bad person character that she's doing now. I see a lot of people not liking it. Don't know why. Seth Rollins, The Second Coming, Burn It Down or The Rising? Burn It Down. Burn It Down. Burn It Down. Baron Corbin, Superhuman, NXT. I don't remember that one. Or no. I Bring the Darkness, current non-King version. Oh yeah, the non yeah the non King version. It where it fits him. Yeah, agreed. Yep. Jeff Hardy, Hardy Boys, or No More Words. Everyone loves No More Words, don't they? I remember when he came back. Everyone, Ross, I've never seen Ross so excited for No More Words. I'm going for the original Hardy Boys theme tune though. Original, but like I, No More Words is great. Oh. Is great as for him as a singles guy. I Wait, can I go from can I go from modest to the top from his TNA? <laughs> I think he wrote awesome. it. Yes. Yes, he did. Mm. Okay. Uh, we'll the Hardy Boys one. The Gargano. Rebel Heart or Coming Back for You, current? Rebel Heart. Rebel Heart. Rebel Heart. John Cena. Basic Thugonomics or My Time Is Now? <sighs> it's a meme now, but My Time Is Now is probably better. Agreed. My Time Is Now because it's a meme. <laughs> Bray Wyatt, Live in Fear, the original, or Let Me In, The Fiend? Oh, uh, I, I was leaning towards the original, but I just think it's because The Fiend's been, hasn't been that good, well booked. But I'll go for the I'll go for the newer one, because I remember that SummerSlam when he first came out, everyone was like, whoa, this is really good. So yeah, the second one. Original for me. I'll say the original, <clears throat> unless it's SummerSlam 2019. <clears throat> Bailey, Turn It Up or Deliverance, the current one? I'll turn it up. Turn up. <clears throat> yeah. Matt Hardy, live for the moment. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> or the deletion anthem, Woken. Live for the moment's one of my favorite themes ever, I think. Yeah. So good. Yeah, I agree. But I give deletion anthem its due. It's not as bad as everybody seemed to think it was. They were just used to the, the old thing. I think deletion anthem is, is genuinely really good. No, you're wrong. Uh, V1 <laughs> is better. Io Shirai, genius of the sky. NXT debut or Tokyo Shock current? Honestly, the the second she used that 
new one i kind of forgot what the original one was so the new one's so good the new one yeah i'm trying to listen to it yeah the new one i'll go with the new one bobby lashley hell will be calling your name from 2000 that was the name of the theme bloody hell or dominance current probably the original but i can't i can't think what either theme is right now no not me (laughs) (laughs) this here what they call bobby lashley he's a combination of Skill. He's really fastly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jack, Jack. He's got Fast. moves like Michael Flatley. Um, Mike Ashley. Pick... There you go. No. <laughs> Hell will be calling your name just for the name alone. That is way too good a name for that uh, song. Drew McIntyre, Broken Dreams, or Gallantry, Defining Moment, the current one? Uh, I like the one he had for us in WCPW. The one that started with a nasty word. F. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's a really good song. Uh, Broken Dreams by a mile. Yeah. The Rock. Know Your Role, the corporation version. If You Smell, face turn, is cooking, the Hollywood version. Uh, Electrifying, the 2011 return. I really enjoy the progression of The Rock's themes. I saw a thing once where... Uh, God, what's he called? The, the bloody... The, the music man, Jim... Jim Johnson. 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 Jim Johnson. How did I forget that? Uh, and he's talking about how he made the guitar solos more and more ridiculous each time to ramp up like how big The Rock was. So I like the most recent one because it's just got this ridiculous long guitar solo. It's funny. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think electrifying was, was brilliant. They added like lows to it. A lot of balls, Matthew. I also like the the addition of the drums sounding huge at the start. If you smell... Yeah, when he came back, or when he was the guest host at WrestleMania, everyone thought it was going to be Justin Bieber and all the. Th- <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> no, they did. They legit did. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and then <laughs> the lightning, and then if you, it's amazing. Yeah, goosebumps. Yeah, I'm gonna go with if you smell face turn. Just okay. the happy memories of watching SmackDown in the year 2000, just waiting for The Rock to appear. Mm. The Rock would come out with his shades and be like. Pretend to put the microphone near that. Rocky, Rocky. Pretend to put the microphone so, away. There's Wave never going to be anything like that again. Name. Thank you for everything you do and continue to do, even during these trying times. Your content has been an outlet for many and something that many of us look forward to. Thanks, Dan Cabanales. It even says, sorry, Mafu from Brighton. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. I appreciate your patience. Cheers, Dan. Uh, apparently, there's a bonus bit here at the bottom. There's a bonus, bonus romance update. It says. <coughs> so, Adam, news. you Adam, you won't be following this, I don't think. So, no, he watches every episode. Yeah, he watches everyone. Um, we got a message in one week from somebody who was asking for advice in a relationship situation. They likened it to Hogan, Macho Man, and Elizabeth, where uh, his mate had broken up with his girlfriend. I think cheated on her, treated her badly, yeah. and now him and this girlfriend had struck up a connection and he was like, can I ask her out for a drink? Can I take things further? What do I do? And we gave him just a multitude of different scenarios and stuff. And he just went, we just went for it anyway. Cause we were like, well, you were going to do whatever you wanted. Anyway. Good lad, yeah. Fair, yeah. yeah, of course. Fair enough. Um, Hogan was the baby face after all, mm. but he then updated us with what happened. And he's, he, I think this is like the third or fourth time he's given us an update on what's going on. So can't wait. Nice. Yeah. Yes. And last week, uh, my mom decided to give her, Two cents in, which is very Matthew's nice. so mum is... gave advice like, perhaps for this girl, rejection <laughs> is God's protection and stuff like really motherly yeah. advice. It was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is the response, the response, the response, the response, I think, at this rate. Hello, Mafu, Ross, Jack, and Mafu's mum. Want to send this message to thank all four of you, but especially Mafu's mum, for her very kind response. 
You don't have to put this in the podcast if you don't want to. Too late. I don't know if listeners are into this, to be honest. I'm not sure if people are into it. Should let we them. are, so it's fine. Yeah, we, <laughs> you are. Screw you all. You do have a point that I do whatever I wanted in this situation, even if you would advise against it. But I do remember Ross responding in the first podcast where I sent a question, something in the lines of, Macho Man made his decision. Advice I clearly took to heart. And the friend cheered on the girlfriend, so he made his he made his decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To give you some kind of update, I'm going to meet to get some drinks, COVID proof, with Macho Man, probably next weekend. Uh-oh. He's meeting up with Macho Man, the mega powers. Oh, next. Not the metaphorical one, the actual Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it would be better. He to have turns this up, he's there, full gimmick. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought it would be better to have this conversation face-to-face, which mm. is why I mm. didn't give him a call like Jack proposed. Oh, I no. plan to be absolutely honest with Randy Savage about my attention <clears throat> to a Miss Elizabeth and give him the, chi- uh, sorry, the choice to remain friends or not. If you guys or the wise mommy botch, Christ, have any advice about how to handle this or this type of conversation, I'd love to hear it. Kind oh. regards. Oh, say there's no dick joke here. An unfortunate surname. Uh, hmm. What would you say to the man who goes, "Look, uh, let's flesh this out." I th- honestly, I think he's handled it very maturely uh, mm. and very sensibly. So, fair play to him. I, I don't think. I think honestly, if I was in the same situation, I'd have like handled it far worse, and it would have led to bigger arguments down the line. So, I think he's doing the right thing. Yeah, I like to think I would be doing the same thing that he's doing and going, "Look, we're going to be in the same social circles. I've known you a long time. I still value our friendship." We beat Sergeant Slaughter that time together. How long were they together, the um, the previous uh, couple? I can't remember if I he said. He should send us another letter in next week. In my mind, I want to say Unless eight months, killed. but I don't know. Okay. So was, it, like, was it two it years? Like was it two years? I can't Ooh. remember now. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's doing the right thing anyway. How do you but present that to somebody? Yeah. The thing is, Adam, as well, uh, one part that we forgot to mention was that he said not only did the friend, like, treat the girlfriend badly but he'd also like not bring her around so that's the the hogan and elizabeth didn't Already really suspect didn't it, really right. didn't really know each other because he kept his girlfriend separate from his mates he didn't like to yeah. mix social circles i find that a bit suspicious so mm-hmm. i think i'm on i'm on team hogan here not in real life god yeah <laughs> yeah for there sure that's why he's that's the one the context account he's the one messaging in as well um and if and if they do if it turns into a brawl or whatever Hogan beats Macho every time, so you know he's going to be fine. That is a good point, Jack. Yeah. Well done. That's the self-conference we hope you need there, pal. What did we but say? Please was gonna... let us know what happens. And this what did we say was going to happen next? A massive painted-up dude was going to come along and batter Hogan, and then an army yes. man, and it would go through all the WrestleManias. Yeah, because I forget some of the stuff we said because I think one of the times we said, "Do you have a small Canadian friend?" And the next week he said that, and we were like, what's he on about small Canadian friends? Oh, Brett. Oh, Brett. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm liking this ongoing saga, the storylines. Mm. Like, like, Buy the first drink. There you go. Yes. And then and some promise smack. to give him the antidote or whatever you put in the drink, if he's all right with you. Where did this go? Wow, on that happy note, thank you very much. If you have any... Don't actually take smack with Yeah, this. don't actually take smack, yes. If you have any... Of issues or crazy storylines we can add to our YouTube <laughs> story for our enjoyment. Please mm. don't hesitate to send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics. Wow. What a big podcast you have. But don't worry. 
There's an even bigger question to headline for the three people watching all the way to the end, and that is, should MJF beat John Moxley at AEW All Out? A quick rundown mm-hmm. of the All Out card, which is this Saturday. Don't listen to those idiots who say it's Sunday. Uh, Britt Baker takes on Big Swole in a tooth and nail match. Matt Hardy Pretty versus Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in a broken rules match. If Hardy loses, he must leave AEW and immediately resign with WWE. Jurassic Express will take on the Young Bucks. The Dark Order, or a lot of them, will take on uh, Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares, an eight-man tag. 21-man Casino Battle Royale. Winner gets a future AW World title match. Hikaru Shida takes on Thunder Rosa, the AW Women's title. Kenny Omega and Adam Page take on FTR for the tag titles. God knows what's going to happen after tuning in to find out. Chris Jericho takes on Orange Cassidy in a Mimosa Mayhem match. Match can be won via pinfall, submission, or throw the opponent into a tank of Mimosa. Mm. And John Moxley, the main event, will take on MGF. Singles match the AW World title but Moxie is banned from using the paradigm shift finishing move. Ooh, uh. So first of all, Jack, what are you look most looking forward to on the show? The tag match, Matthew. The tag title match is what I'm most looking forward to. What about you? Yeah, the same. Yeah. Interesting seeing the quality of the match and seeing what Adam? happens to the storyline. Sorry. sorry. Adam? Uh, the, the Royal Rumble. The Casino. Uh, liar. Yeah, yeah, yeah liar. that one. Yeah. Cool. The crap Royal Rumble. No, I'm looking forward to the tag match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be fantastic, obviously. Yeah. But, Jack, what do you think is going to happen in the main event? Well, I think that I have predicted that uh, Moxley is... The predictions have gone out by now, right, Adam? Yeah, I've predicted that Moxley's going to win, which I thought wasn't going to happen until this week, as we talked about. But... Uh, I also now think it's the right decision as well. At first, I thought, oh, I'd like to see MJF win. I'd like to see them put the belt on not a WWE big name. Like, it's only been Jericho and Moxley so far. But then I thought, no, the person who deserves to be champion the most next isn't MJF. Just for me, it's just about Hangman Page. And I want to see Hangman transition from this tag team feud into a singles run. And then I've, I really do think he should be the guy to beat Moxley somewhere down the line. So I feel like, for now, Moxley should be MJF. Thoughts? I, I, I feel like I agree with you because I really love the Hangman as well. Um, but there's, like, MJF, this gives him so much ammunition as a heel. Obviously, he shouldn't be winning it clean. But if he wins it now, realistically, for the next 30 years of AEW, uh, he's going to be the youngest world heavyweight champion ever. He will have that string to his bow. Um, and I I, I want to see the JBL heel run with him, uh, with it. I, I, wanna, I want him to hold it forever and never win it clean. He should just be a monumental dick all the time. Um, and I think, you know, it, it, it protects Moxley's finish uh, finisher to, to have him lose here. I, you almost, yeah, you, you sort of swayed me with the Hangman Page bit there. Well, you're starting, to sway, I, me with, you're starting to sway me with the MJF stuff. So. Well, thank you very oh, much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I, think, I think there's a lot to gain from having MJF win it. At his first go, uh, because it it just plays into his character so well as the arrogant dick. Mm. And it, but you know what? It, oh, it backs up his talk because he's been doing so many interviews about it, and he's been such big words, such a big build to it. Um, and 
yeah, that, that that means he he should win it because he's proven he's, he's proven himself right, I guess. And he also, he also made me laugh loads on Twitter because he tweeted saying that Kenny McIntosh had the worst accent of all the interviews he'd done so far. <laughs> I didn't see <laughs> like, that. You don't see it. But oh, right. at Inside the Ropes had the worst accent. Couldn't understand a word he was saying. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Matthew. I'm kind of with you guys. I would be all right with MGF beating Moxley because if he tricks him, does the Christian Orton thing where it's like, you can't use that paradigm shift. He says something like, ah, screw you, spits in his face or whatever, the referee's not looking. It's like, oh, and he gives him the paradigm shift right in front of the referee and wins it that way. Yeah, I'd be all over it. If he like pins him like with the MJF driver and is like, hey, I'm so strong, he'd be like, eh. But if he just does the JBL thing of somehow winning and annoying people, all for it. That's a cool closing shot, isn't it, as well? If MJF eats the DDT and then the pay-per-view goes off air with him coming back to consciousness and realizing that he's won the belt in this this ultimately dickish way. Not, not Yeah, that I, I think that would be... It's a nice That's image. The best closing shot since Adam Pacitti's glasses were on the canvas with Killian Dane celebrating <laughs> in the background. Beautiful. Bring it back to WCPW. Great. Big shout-out to you guys. All the best. <laughs> How good's it going to be when Retribution take off the masks and it's... It's Pachiti Club. All the chains. It's Pachiti Club. <laughs> it's oh, Joseph dear. Connors. <laughs> Gabe. Um, Ashton um, Not Ashton Smith, no. Don't be silly. Not the way. Uh, what was I going to... Oh, is yeah. it, I think. Unless there's any other thoughts there, Jack. Hey, Jack had a point. No, I did. Sorry, I had a serious one. On Dynamite, oh, no. you know how MJF got Wardlow to hold up Moxley and then he hit him with the diamond ring? I feel like this could be the final, like the time when he Moxley moves and he hits Wardlow and Wardlow batters him, but I'm not sure. Don't know. Mm. Could happen, maybe. It could happen. And the only way to know is to watch us next week to find out the results. <laughs> That's the only way. And watch Adam's live stream on Saturday as well. Oh yeah, I forgot I'm doing that, yeah. YouTube.com <laughs> forward slash cultolic forward slash live. Go and set a reminder now, you shower of bastards. Oh, what are you watching? Ground Force. <laughs> yeah oh I'll talk about it yeah that'd be good everyone's like yeah yeah you go you've seen Brilliant. this episode of Change of Rooms it's mint they yeah. do Nelson Mandela's front garden it's awesome this has been a very long some would say arduous episode of the no. podcast but we thank you we hope Flying you've by. enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed it this has been Jack what have you got for us this week Jack apart from the live stream uh, so I'm not on the live stream, but I will be doing what happened oh, yeah. at straight after the event. Um, and then I'll be doing all the usual stuff next week. Rest of the week is probably already out when this video is out. So there you go. Good. Pachidi, anything else other than the live stream? No, I got the live stream. Um, and then I'm back on Twitch on Tuesday with some oh, Takeshi's Castle and Ooh. some... Oh, God, I keep forgetting the name. It's the British... Stuart Hall presented it for a while. Um, it's a knockout. But also Cheggers. It's a knockout. Thank you very much. Oh, I keep yeah. forgetting the name. So it, it's big. It, it's it's a real life Fall Guys is what you're going to experience yeah. on Tuesday. Yeah. Twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic. Awesome. Uh, I'm not got much to plug. So I'm going to plug OSW Review. I have a brand new video out. It involves Bret Hart, who we haven't mentioned enough in this podcast. So go <laughs> check that out. Lovely bunch of lads. I've been Matthew. You've been amazing. Please remember that you can vote for any of the three fantastic picks in the Cultaholic Hall of Fame by going to patreon.com forward slash Cultaholic. And also any thoughts, opinions, whatever's on your mind, 
send them our way to mailbag at cultaholic.com. And we end, as always do, very painfully by asking you to put your fists up against the webcam or just your monitor, which doesn't make any sense. On the count of three, sing it with us. One, two, three. Join us. Join us. Wagga, 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 wagga. Never seen you looking so lovely as you did I've never seen you shine. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.